It has been a while since we saw you all, and that's mostly my fault uh, because I've been moving and then fucking myself up and getting hurt, and then uh, like it's pretty much just been my fault. So sorry about that. Um, the guys, you know, they could have done a podcast without me. But they I said, didn't want to. We love you so much. Uh, it's not the same. So you're the <laughs> you're the bolts that hold our wheels wait, together. Parker. Wait, when, when did this happen? I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> it's a telepathic conversation. All right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, dude, a lot has freaking happened in the world. I'd like to uh, to take just a moment and uh, go ahead and kind of say that we're sorry about what happened in the micro world. Just like, what was it, yesterday or the yeah. day before? What? Day before. Not day, day, before. day before yesterday. Day yeah. before yesterday. On the 14th. Yeah. He, he Four days yeah. ago. Four days ago. Seems yeah. like yesterday. Yeah. I'm still taking it in. Yeah, yeah he was so young. Mind yeah, we, we mind. lost a, re- a really active member of the community, if, if you don't know. Uh, Dirty South Mike. very special. Yeah, he was such a young guy. Uh, I haven't, like, done a lot Ready with him. I've talked to him. I've talked to him a few times. And every time I've talked to him, he was a really nice guy. Down to earth. Never had a bad um, interaction with him. Nope. Yeah, a real perky guy. Really happy guy. Uh, so it's just real sad. Uh, so the deets, as far as I understand, is that, that he died of smoke inhalation from a house fire, so carbon dioxide poisoning. That's um, the story that we hear anyway. Yep. Yeah, and that's that's just really sad. So uh, if anybody um, knows of like a GoFundMe for the there family. Is there is a GoFundMe page. It is being posted through various um, um, uh, micro communities. Yeah, micro communities on Instagram. It's all over Instagram, his GoFundMe page. I'm sure anybody that you follow will have it up there. I know it's on 90s page. It's on Micro Geeky's page. It's right. on uh, on Outback Mycology's page. It's on various. You'll find it. It's definitely out there. If you look for it, you'll find it. Uh, the funeral was today, your guys today, uh, yesterday, my time, yours today. Uh, the grandmother is, has posted a picture of, of the casket with the son talking at the service. It's a beautiful picture. Um, there's a nice little blurb about him and his family on the GoFundMe page. They've already blown the target out the water. The, tar- the, the fund is for the son's uh, college and education for his I future. Sh- I say we blow him. that target up and send him to Harvard. Come on, you guys. Well, Harvard School of Mycology. It would be beautiful. Whatever, what it's just, it literally makes the hair stand on my arms when I talk about it. It's just, yeah. yeah we gotta I look out and take care of our talking own. Talking to him on, yeah. on screen the day before I was chatting with him. It just, yeah, it kind of, like, I really was, wow. <laughs> it just took me, it knocked me sideways. I've, I've noticed the Michael community is such a great community. I mean, 99% of, of them are just great people. Great people. It's outstanding. Yeah. I was listening to a podcast with um, Nikki, Nikki Michael, whatever his, I don't know what his screen name is, but he was saying how whenever he does a um, a charity day, 
his sales absolutely explode. And it's just amazing how the micro community will stand behind one another. And suddenly everybody decides they need plates that day or they need syringes that day or whatever. But it's just so lovely how everybody just steps their pussy up on the days when, you know, people are in need. And you don't really see that in a lot of other communities. Like, no, you um, do not. No, it's one of the better us. communities. I mean, we might all be around, like, you know, basically drugs, let's face it. But, uh, but our uh, drugs are, are the rare. Our drugs are that awesome. Are, are yeah. <laughs> they actually do good things for people. Yeah. <laughs> they're great. They're, they're great. We, you know, we're responsible I mean, druggies. It's not, we're, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, the, we're the drug with halos on our heads. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and little wings, little those little wings that fold away quietly, so don't yep. get in anyone's way while we're standing in the supermarket line. I was what? at what? I was at uh, Tractor Supply today buying some <laughs> stuff, and uh, you know I threw some oats and some pellets and you know all kinds of stuff in the bag, and he's like, uh, "I I can't figure out what are you heating your house or feeding animals?" I was like, "I'm growing mushrooms." <laughs> <laughs> that's great but these yeah. were i was buying all those setups for gourmet so i could say it out loud i'm growing oh gourmet. yeah yeah that's not the only yeah. cool thing about growing gourmet is that you yep. you can openly yep. talk about it with anybody yeah and you get um, to have the nice conversation yeah well i just it's go a, for the medicinal if anybody asks because yeah. i have i've got Reishi growing in Lions Main, so I just you know I stick with that if it's somebody who's more mainstream. Offer anybody you can a tour of your gourmet operation and any others that you grow are just easy money. You know, you can slide those through the cracks. Or, well, I don't <laughs> yeah. need my money, but easy easier to hide when you have a gourmet operation. For true, for sure, for sure. I've actually had I was wearing a 90 second shirt, a jumper in, in Bunnings, which is our like a big where Walmart um, why play well no it's de- all your, your home home oh, depot Reno. okay and um they've got big garden center and just all your home and they've yeah, got home big, depot. Um, yeah yeah and um i was wearing it there and a, and a guy came up to me and just gave me this kind of wink and i said and i looked at him and he said uh, i've got my first got my first tops going and i said <laughs> oh, that's nice this whole conversation started and it was actually the first time I really had a a face-to-face conversation with anybody and I said to him um I have to say the truth I I quit gardening because all the soil I bought here was contaminated and I got so in my head and so upset about losing all my crops that I decided I would do mycology instead of of permaculture I reckon there was less chance of contamination even though obviously there's a huge contamination chance doing this but in a more controlled environment because i can you know up my my aseptic technique at any time so i I made that comment about your soil's completely full of shit isn't it (laughs) and he just stood there and he there was no denial whatsoever and he just looked at the ground and i went cool Thanks for the validation. It's not in my head. I don't have to imagine that crap because I got so upset when that whole thing in the States with the chicken feed being contaminated. And then I was like, yep. our government's doing it too. 
they're doing it to us as well. They're fucking with the soil. So all the food we grow is going to be totally and utterly useless. You see, you see, they're doing it. They're doing it here as well. It's a, it's not a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. And if, if I mention it outside these four walls, if I mention it outside of these four walls, people just you know hand me the uh, roll of aluminium foil. Yes. So that I can wrap head in it. Did you get that, baby? <laughs> I got the video. I got it. We are paying attention. Yeah, I was. I was recording the whole time. <laughs> so yeah. So and then it's gonna be a new ringtone. Last you week, know, right? I won't tell you what he's got my name as. Come on, yeah. Share that, share that nugget with the boys. Yeah, it, it comes up as aluminium, of course. Aluminium. <laughs> With an accent. I, I always right. wonder what, what Deadpool thinks whenever I mail him stuff. I, I think of a different name to call him every time I mail him something. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I did go to mail your parcel yesterday, but I am going to have to sell an internal organ to do so. So it's going to have to oh, wait for shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Is right. it that bad? And you know what? So stupid. Get this, okay? So to send it airmail is $97. What? Send it. it yep. To send it well, express, I mean, it is coming from like a long ways away. To send it express is a hundred and nine dollars. What's wait, the wait, difference wait. between airmail and carrier express? Pigeon? You ask me? Well, a carrier wait, pigeon, there is that option. There is that option. That's thirty-one dollars. <laughs> that takes six months. That's I was gonna say, whenever I've said anything overseas, it's always cost me about 25, 30 bucks each time. Yeah. I, but I don't know. But, I, but here's what I do when I go there. I go, listen, I want the cheapest one with the tracking number. That's it. And, yeah. then, and then they're like, yeah. oh, wait, overseas? Yeah, yeah um, they don't really do tracking numbers. But you're going to have a number with your paperwork for uh, uh, tariffs. What's that, what's that shit paperwork? Customs. Uh, customs. Customs paperwork. Yeah. They're going to have a number on there yeah. that you can basically use as a tracking number. So I just, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, wow. Well, she Fuck, explained yeah. to me what the difference is, and it's it's a real asshole that they do here. But and for the difference of ten dollars, obviously you're gonna end up paying for the express. So if you send it airmail, it goes to the airport and it's it just sits there. And what happens is all the priority goes on first, then the express, and then if there's room, the airmail goes on. So even as an airmail, it could sit there for three months. Even yeah. as airmail, I don't. I don't know. Like, we have room. We got room, but fuck them. Those is express guaranteed to go out on the next plane. Yeah, so I have no I idea what it is about New Zealand and Australia, but those two places have the most ridiculous shipping. Just oh my god, our postage is insane. I did send out just like prints in in the Christmas card. Those were I got a cheeky deal on those because you can send it just as a birthday card, and a birthday card is just three bucks. I'm just gonna drill world. a hole from my house to yours, and I'll just drop it down the hole. Be there yeah, there that would be good. <laughs> that would work. I said to her, honest to God, it would be cheaper to buy a ticket and just deliver it myself. But you know, somebody wanted to send me a mug from the states. They, I, they had a, their their website. I wanted to buy something and support their site, but they didn't do shipping to here. So they said, oh, "I'll just order it to my house and I'll I'll post it to you." And I went, "Sweet, that's perfect." And then he said, oh, I'll chuck a print in and this. And that was like, fantastic, no problem. 
And then he went to the post office and same for him. It was going to be $105 oh. US. You know what you got to do? Mug. You got to set something up with Amazon and have it because right. Amazon, they get free shipping. It don't fucking matter. Well, you got to find, I bet you there's yeah, a way to yeah. set it up through Amazon. Uh, I have bought stuff for people overseas uh, on Amazon, like Amazon Europe and stuff like that for friends yeah. that I have went overseas. Yeah. It's strange. It's so it strange. I just don't get it. It's just that, you know, it's all about trying to divide us and get it all into this digital fucking system so that we I have to do that way. We were just trying to send some stuff to our friends in Israel because uh, yeah. we have a bunch of friends like in Israel, like a oh, 40 or 50 of like close friends that are in Israel. Um, and Is some that of them, easy? No, not right now. Beforehand, it was, but uh, yeah, but not not right now. Like it, it, it like we had a, a, a close friend's um, sister in law was at that uh, rave party, and yeah, she was party. in one of the she was in one of the porta potties and died. She got shot up. Um, yeah, that whole thing is just a fucking shit show. I think we're watching uh, yeah. a new My proxy war opening up, and I think we're gonna play World War Three with this bitch. So you know what? It, the whole thing comes funny. down to they can go ahead and change the laws just a little bit every time the war starts. Every time they do something, they can be like, "We're doing this for the war effort." You know, we're going to take away just a little bit of the fucking shit. It doesn't seem like a lot. But when you think of it, like, every time they fucking do something, every time they do a fucking oh, and anything, anything they do with the government where you could, they take a little bit of your rights away. So that I don't think fucking, anybody's trying to take anything year, away at the moment. Um, I think uh, they're already. Well, yeah, sure. Should... Of course they are. Of course they are. Yeah. The, your freedom of speech. You can't even say anything about the war. So they're adding shit. The bills. You can. can go ahead and. Oh, I got a funny story about this shit. Hold on. Okay, so that sounds like um, a beer. That was a beer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the wife was uh, was reading was reading online, like going through her like messages and stuff. Uh, there was a, a Harvard group, right? A group of kids from Harvard that right when um, the the Hamas attack happened. Like within like two hours of it happening and hitting mainstream media, they had put out that it was all Palestine, like like it was all Israel, it was all fake, and blah 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 blah. Well, um, they uh, got like doxxed hard. They posted those like group of there was a bunch of like these like super liberal little kids. They uh, at Harvard they posted their like their their faces on billboards on buses. They posted like all their information. Ooh. Um, Yes, they the the Harvard lost over two billion dollars in funding because of it. Um, that's that's not right. I mean, because they came out like going to jail for that. Ooh. Yeah, well, it was a group of you know these kids posted a bunch of anti-Semitic stuff, and uh, they uh, they did it at the wrong time. They they posted they picked the wrong time to do it, um, and they yeah. got their asses handed to them. They're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm yeah. never going to work anywhere. Yeah, you have yeah. federal laws called FERPA regulations where you're not allowed to share any information about students. I mean, whew, if anybody well, from Harvard is involved in that, <laughs> doesn't matter. Those kids' lives are ruined. Yeah. Um, but I mean, obviously, they shouldn't, you shouldn't stick your fucking political beliefs on a war. All right. I'm sorry. 
But you need to wait until you can see which way the fucking wind's blowing. You don't do it with it, right? You don't make snap. Oh, man. I mean, especially the first news that comes out. Cause, yeah, it's I, always I hate, a fucking I hate to be wearing a blues tinfoil hat, but I don't trust the fucking news. Any of them. There are three sides. There are three sides to every story. There's your side, there's their side, and then there's the truth. And well, I, it is I'm very unbelievable. I'm very pro-Israel. Pro, uh, um, I uh, enjoy the fact that they've been doing a pretty decent job of keeping the Middle East calm, um, or at least in their cages. Um, and um, they've been doing that and sucking up all the, the bullshit from the rest of the world for a long time. Now, there is a huge amount of uh, failures of their, uh, on Israel's side, there's a big, huge failure of, of uh, their, their security, right? Like, how did they not miss? How did they miss all this shit, right? Like building up, and how did they miss this, this giant terrorist attack, you know, coming when it was from so many different fronts, from a bunch of people who can't even be quiet about, like, you know, anything, right? I think because of the time of year that they chose, they also it's it's a very religious time of year that we just had our New Year and Day of Atonement, and I think you'll also look it was around Kristallnacht, which is the Commemoration of um, a really horrific Wait, night. Wait, hold on a second. Podcast. Are you going to be our official Jew and do all of the uh, do all of our? Uh... <laughs> Come on, don't, please don't make me your token Jew. I don't. I really don't want that role. Well, you're <laughs> the only one that can pronounce I, I, everything. So uh, you're hooking up a loogie for a second there. I was. They don't want to say yeah. that. Yeah, but no, it, was really, it was a great pronunciation. I wasn't even going to fucking try it. And so I was like, I didn't even. Second. I didn't even know that word. So I'm learning here today. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know I, what she got me, but I, I'm I didn't even know yeah. it was. <laughs> That's and a I know. Find that it's, uh, It was also around the 50th anniversary of the Six Day War that they uh, did. All hey, this. I've heard of that before. Um, yeah, and the way they got Israel then was that it was Yom Kippur, which is the most holy day of the year for us, and everyone was in synagogue, which is why they managed to create the havoc that yeah, they did. bastards. We dropped the ball occasionally, and, you know, because the Jews are busy praying to fucking God, because, um, you know, he's going to do so much. But, yeah, um, yeah. I think the that's what is probably the case again why they chose that particular time to do it the fact that they they chose to hit a a trance party is is really horrific because that's internationally that's oh fuck this is really going to hit me no you guys talk sorry um didn't mean to make you cry honey it's we uh, we've done our fair we've done a fair share yeah. of crying over here. We had like to I said hit, a bunch of really close like that, to hit an international to hit a, a music festival, something yeah. that has absolutely nothing to do with anything political in any way, shape, or form. That has international people from all over the world were killed. The body count. I, on my kids, my kids, all their Instagrams are all it has been for weeks is just, yeah. you know, the list of numbers of people from all over the world. One of my boys has just literally got off a plane a couple of like two weeks ago from doing this huge trip in Europe where he's just done eight festivals back to back through Europe. 
So the amount of Israelis that he has come into contact with is massive because they are huge on the trance scene. The DJs, a lot of them are Israelis and a lot of the, the party goers. My kids are half Israeli. Their father is Israeli. I lived there for six years. I have a huge family in the north in Haifa. Um, I don't know how any of them are right now. I haven't heard from any of them. So it's it's difficult. It's 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 hard. I get when when people are mad and they hit, you know, religious targets. I understand that. I understand when they hit settlements. I get that. I understand when they lash out at, you know, even when they lash out at school buses. I get that. As mm. twisted as that as twisted no. as it sounds, but I don't understand doing a music festival. What the hell is? What are you trying to show? What What are you? They're just well? just going for body count. These aren't these aren't people you can um, you can't. But yet, reason and yet, everybody turns around and gets angry if you say anything to defend Israel for having. You know, they deserve this. This is their fault. It's that, you know, they had this coming. What did they expect that those people no, were going to sit there? I, I believe it'd be, I believe in, in, uh, in firebombing uh, Gaza. So, like, uh, just, just. Yeah, I actually had somebody turn around turn to me the down. next day. Say, you must be so happy today. I went, why? I know, because they're draining, they're doing, you know, raining phosphorus all over today. I said, why on earth would you think that would make me happy? Like war is disgusting. It's pathetic. I've lived there. There is there is no winners in war. Everybody loses. There's no winner. It, we, the only people that win are the arms manufacturers. That's it. No one else. Yeah, I should have figured out how to buy body stock count. in that. It's just body count. Everybody's blood is red, and all you're doing is making children into murderers. That's it. It's disgusting. I, you know, like I well, said, there's, I live, there's an entire group of people people out there who they're they're like fucking Klingons, right? They or yeah. they, their entire life revolves around oh, yeah. war. There's nothing you can. There's no. There's no reasoning with them. It doesn't matter how much money you give them, how much money you spend on oh, yeah. them. It doesn't matter what you do. They still want to kill you. They will accept your money oh, with their left hand and stab you in the back with the right. Guns in the hands of their three-year-olds and raise their arms up above their heads and get their kids to cheer and you know teach them already at three years old that you know yes this is righteous and right and shoot 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 up in the air and then accidentally you know turn their weapon. Who was it? Nutty, I think, posted one the other day of a party in the Middle East and a guy with his M16 and accidentally you know looks the other way while he it's drops his arm and shoots. In the head, yeah. ouch! They do yeah, I mean, at, least he died, at, at least he died doing what he loved. <laughs> well, exactly right, as you said. I think one of you actually captioned it that, but yeah, yeah. It's, like you say, it's cultural. Some places they, and that's why we left. You know, I, my firstborn is actually was actually born there. My eldest was born there, and the day I left hospital, because you have to stay there. In those days, you had to stay two days by law. You had to stay two days in hospital when you had a, a baby. When I left, the first thing I had to do was not go home. I was dropped off four floors below ground in an underground multi-story car park to a military department where my 48-hour-old baby 
was about to be fitted with a gas mask. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So whilst I stand in line with carbon monoxide fumes everywhere coming out from the cars in this underground car park, I then proceed to have an argument with an 18-year-old child soldier who is telling me this is where the bottle goes, this is where the water goes, and this is where the dummy goes as he's unscrewing all these valves because on a baby it's actually a suit. It comes in like a briefcase. It's got like a backboard and these okay, arms. To be fair, I'd oh. love to have one for my daughter. They are they um, are fucking cool and they're way better than a gas mask because a gas mask is shit because all it does is cover your face. All of your skin yeah. is still going to absorb it's the gas. A little baby hazmat suit. <laughs> yeah, it is. It covers my whole body. It's fucking awesome. But then I said to him, "But um, I I'm actually breastfeeding," and he looks at me and he goes. Uh, this is where the bottle goes. This is where the water goes. This is where the goes. <laughs> He's just telling you what he was told. You're so, not listening to me. It's okay. Listening it's a, there's no option. There's no, there's no tactical, there's no tactical boob entry point. Right? And he says, no, lady, you're not yeah. listening to me. When we go to war, this is where the bottle goes. This is where the water goes. And this is where the dummy goes. We're not breastfeeding when we go to war. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing in this country? I should be at home with my feet up, with the joint the length of my hand, a big cup of coffee, surrounded by my girlfriends, cooing all over my new baby, not standing here arguing with an 18-year-old in uniform about breastfeeding at a time of war. Fuck this for a game of tin soldiers. No, I am not staying in this country. So I stayed one year for my husband's parents' sake because he was their first grandchild and he was the first child born of their first child born in that country. So to give them the there's something cool. called nachas, which is nachas, which is something like um, it's like this type of you know this joy and fulfillment in written nourishment and enrichment thing that comes from your soul so in order to give that to them as an honor i we stayed for one year so they could see first tooth first steps first everything and then one week after his first birthday we cut loose and came back to australia because i never gave up my australian citizenship even though i was born here and grew up in the uk and then lived in the middle east and then finally came back here with first child and then had the other four here. But yeah, so giving birth there was pretty intense. And that whole idea of, yeah, it, when I moved into my first apartment, I had my friends helping me unpack, asked me where my rolls of, of tape and plastic were. And I said, what, what, what rolls of tape and plastic? What are you referring to? And they're like, well, you have to have tape and plastic for when you know, the sirens go off. Yeah. What side? I'm like, yeah, fuck, what the fuck? It was, it was a very experience at 22, moving to the Middle East, to suddenly have to learn about mustard gas and face gas masks and, yeah, taping windows. And, yeah, it was, it was interesting living there for six years. But, yeah, it was, it was uh, eye-opening. But, yeah, not somewhere I wanted to... Uh, raise my kids and certainly not when my first was male i just looked at him and went yes i'm not doing that <laughs> you are not going to the army 
not happening. Not doing that shit. Not, not, my, my parents weren't too happy, or my mother wasn't too happy when I went to the military either. But yeah, it's the best thing yeah. I ever did. Look, for some people, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. But I just, just couldn't, when Israel was just, just, just the chances are my boy might not come home, or he'll come home yeah. maimed, and it's not for a cause that I believed in anymore. Right. It's, it's oh. fighting for money. Like I said, it's not even, it's not about land rights. It's not about home. It's not about, it's just about lining other people's pockets. And that's not a good enough reason for me to lose my son. I can't. I came home. Yeah. But uh, yeah, well, it, the body I'm, hoping this, I'm hoping this shit's fucking over uh, before Tadiest is old enough to go. So, yeah. what, what, so if we can just go ahead more, and the like, body still they want to they want to do conscription in your place now, no? I've been no, hearing stuff. We, we, have, we have what they call selective service, so they can bring it back if they need to, but they haven't in a long time. Uh, it looks like fucking Iran is going to get involved. So, yeah, it's going to be a proxy war between. We have a proxy war going on with Ukraine where we're basically fighting Russia. We're going to have a proxy real war going on with. Um, with Iran, where we're basically fighting Iran and China, it's going to devolve into a total fucking mess. And I suggest that everybody just, if you're obsessed with the freaking news, you're not busy enough. Find right. some fucking Turn hobbies. Buy right? seeds. Start growing mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring back victory gardens. That was, that was, that kept people fucking busy. And you're probably going to need it because the price of everything is about to go way the fuck up. Oh, so. did, did I tell you guys what happened? My my youngest daughter, who's 23-ish, sent me a picture from the grocery store in the state that she's in. $10 for a little tiny square cup of shiitake mushrooms. Fuck. The, the small cups. <coughs> wow. And then yeah. she's hand, she, she just recently getting over COVID, and she's like, I want to get back into growing mushrooms like you do, Dad. But I don't have all of this stuff. And she's like, that's like the biggest wink ever you ever heard. In other words, yeah. start, start mailing me stuff, Dad. It's pretty. <laughs> it just just mail her some cut and grows to start. So that's she what she actually – she requested some cut and grows, and then she's like, I want to save up and get my own pressure cooker. And, uh, and I just so happened to have found a 16-quart pressure cooker in, that, in a barn the other day. I might, I might fix it up and mail it to her. Uh, Bain's Farm and Fleet uh, is who I buy most of my pressure cookers and stuff from. They have oh, them for cheap. I've already um, got five of them. I could, I could spare one to send to her. Yeah, the last big one that I bought, uh, I bought from Bain's Farm and Fleet. I think I paid $109 for it. Um, it was the big Presto. Nice. And that was, that was only like maybe a year ago. Yeah. Like a... I, I get them. I pick them up around the holiday season about this time every year. Right, about one hundred nine, hundred and ten. They usually go on sale for us. That's, that's the buy area yep. right there. Yeah. Once in a while, you get them sub hundred, but that's rare. And then uh, I buy the. Uh, I go on Amazon. I buy the, the. There's, there's a different weight set, right? Like okay, they they have the, the different calibrated weights. Mm-hmm. I don't like the little yeah. stack one that comes with it because I keep losing the little fucking rings. But like they have a different one where the weights are, I like them better. I think I feel like that the weights are they're squatter and they're um, sturdier. Like huh. uh, I just I like them just a lot went better. with the with the U.S. quarter taped to the top of the standard weight. 
But you can but you can buy that little it goes like 20, 15, 10, and 5. Um yeah, they're oh, all kind the, of the, that that round metal version. Like on what, the what, I've got the no, one that I've added a couple of washes to it and now it hits exactly to 15 PSI. Before it was yeah. We, yeah, we're lucky yeah. in the US. A, a quarter works perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. Apparently 20 cents here. I noticed I've been getting some help from Outback Mycology recently. And uh, when he sent me a video, I noticed he had something taped to the top of his, or glued RTV to the top of his weight. And I uh, asked what what denomination of coin it was and uh it was 20 cents so that's i've got both weights because i wasn't sure if one came with the presto you get, or not you guys have a like 20 weight. cent coin yeah that's it's wow. a comedy thing five, 10, 20, 50. yeah wow <laughs> they have five too many coins we we measure in freedom that. units here in the states yeah america america <laughs> <laughs> We steal all the best stuff from all the other countries. As God we intended. Plastic notes, plastic notes are good. Oh, so they check this out. Uh, random. Oh, yeah, you guys have those plastic notes. They can go through the washing machine. Ours fucking fall apart. Um, but uh, so check this out. So how I fucking almost cut my damn foot off. My wife. Yeah. Uh, so my wife found this. Uh, this thing through a friend, right? Where they were like, there was this company who sells metal buildings, right? Yeah. And they were having this massive like metal building showcase, like conference, right? And it was like 300 miles from here. But uh, they were, and her friend was in charge of like helping like coordinate that shit. Right, and so uh, her friend was like, "Listen, they have a they uh, this company set up an actual metal building, like a mm. bar inside yeah. of the conference center, but it's going to cost them too much to take it down and ship it home. So if you show <laughs> up and take the son of a bitch part, you can oh, have it. What? Have it? Oh no way! Yeah, mm. so it's like this twenty five thousand dollar bar with roll up doors oh. and the whole nine yards." Uh, it's very, it, oh, it's 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 fantastic! It's like it's huge. It's amazing. It's all powder coated. Fucking, I mean, it's it, it's it's really really nice. It's got three roll up uh, doors, uh, a whole bunch of like awesome shit. Big fucking bar, really cool. We get there, take it apart, throw it in the fucking uh, U-Haul and everything. Take it back home. I wake up the next day. We get home at like <laughs> three fucking a.m. I wake up the next day and I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna go and pull it out and pull out the. <laughs> I grabbed a hold of the pallet and I was like, oh, I can pull this pallet out and then I can just like get it halfway out and then just slide most of the long pieces that are like 12 foot pieces of them, like, you know, 12 foot by eight foot wide pieces of metal yeah. just, just, just off. No, yeah. I, it fucking tilted just a hair and they slid off and fucking caught me right in the shin, caught me right to the bone. Um, I ended up with an eight inch gash across the, my, my shin, cut a bunch of veins and some minor nerves and shit, but uh, uh, a hell of a cut, hell of a cut, like all the way to the bone. You can see bone. It was pretty cool. My wife yeah. freaked the hell out because <laughs> I mean it hit me, but it's like on your shin doesn't have like a lot of feeling to begin with. No, it's mean, not the meat. Yeah, and then it cut like it cut like a couple of little nerves, so it was dumb, right? And it was sheet metal. Sheet metal, stupid sharp to begin with, so. It, it didn't hurt me at the time, 
right? And no. but I'm just like literally gushing blood everywhere. Um, and I'm standing there, my tactical crock is literally completely full of blood. Every time I take a step, it's squirting out the holes. I'm like, um, and your tactical crock was not in tactical mode. <laughs> I know, right? It didn't yeah. have its uh-huh. fucking uh-huh. it didn't have its shield up. It should have its shield. <laughs> So uh, my wife, I, I, I call my wife. I'm like, honey, I got cut. Uh, could you come out here? She comes out and she's like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Are you dying? You feel fit? You, you die? I'm like, I'm okay. But I need to go to the doctor. I need a clean towel. You know, I need to put pressure, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, right now. some dirt uh, on it. You'll be fine. She, we get to, she gets to, you know, we get to picking me up. And then uh, my brother-in-law shows up right as I'm about to jump in the car. And he's like, holy shit. <laughs> I was like, because at this point, at this point, I'd lost a solid liter, liter and a half of blood. Like, uh, I mean, it's really pouring out. And Get it's woozy over here. Like, <laughs> no, like I knew I was like, I, I'm a big guy, right? So I have lots of blood. But I knew I was like, I probably <laughs> should do something about this because I start feeling like that kind of like, panicky kind of feeling where you're like yeah i'm losing enough blood that my my brain's going you gotta do something about that so i end up wrapping it up we get to the we get to the hospital and uh i had i'm always the guy that goes to the you know i've never been to the front of the hospital like as a patient i've always been in the ambulance bay right so i didn't i didn't know i don't know where to fucking park my wife doesn't know where to park fucking park because I'm like, just go to the ambulance space. She's like, we can't just take it. I was like, I have my card. I'll just get in. You know? Yeah. She's like, she's like, you have to go in as a patient. I'm like, I'll be a patient. I'll just call my own report. Anyway, argument. So she parks in front. We're, we end up valeting, uh, valet, whatever, the car. And they ended up dropping us off at the wrong door. And oh. so... It's like maybe a hundred yard walk through the hospital. Like through, I had to go through the cafeteria. Mind you, uh, I'm leaving size fourteen it's fucking everywhere. bloody prints everywhere, and I'm actively fucking bleeding like gush, like like squirt, squirt everywhere. I walk my happy ass. I'm bad at this point. I'm like fuck it. Let's just go to the goddamn hot. Let's just get to the ER. So I walked through the fucking like labor and delivery area, <laughs> through the fucking like like uh like the, the concession stands, the cafeteria, like where they sell like like uh stuffed animals and balloons and shit. You're like yeah. get that crap. Yeah. <laughs> I finally show up at the ER and uh I'm standing there and like this lady's not looking up, right? She's just sitting there. I was like, just take a, you know, fill out your paperwork. And I'm like, I'm bleeding. And she's like, just fill out your paperwork. And I'm like, okay. So I sit down, but I put my fucking foot up on the back of the, like, the chair that's next to her. Yeah. Right? So now I'm bleeding on her chair. The chair next yeah. to her. <laughs> At this point, I'm in full fuck everybody mode, right? Like, I'm pissed. I'm tired. I'm bleeding. I just want some fucking stitches and some pain meds to go home. And uh, she's like, oh, shit. She finally looks at it, freaks out. Uh, they get me back. The The doctor was real cool. The nurse practitioner, everybody was really cool. Uh, in and out, like 30 minutes, you know, give me some fucking pain meds, numb me up. 
give me like I think you got uh, 14 stitches. Um, send me all don't you antibiotics? Yeah, numbers, we gotta get the numbers up, yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I get home 14 and... stitches. I thought this was like a medical emergency, yeah. I thought we were talking <laughs> like real moon or something. I'm yeah, that, that's a Tuesday. That's what that is. That's Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> so uh they they send my happy ass, they send my happy ass home and they tell me don't move or fucking walk or do anything like that. Well, our the guy that was supposed to deliver our new like handmade bed from Mexico, we thought he had scammed us because he stopped calling, right? And like and we were like, fuck. So we I just had our mat a brand new mattress on the floor. I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna get up off the goddamn floor? With a gimpy fucking yeah. leg. Anyway, it was crazy. I opened it up a few times, got infected. Uh, now it's not infected, but it's healing better. There for a while, I was like, God damn it, if I lose my fucking leg, I'm going to be pissed. But that's uh, wow. doing good. It's been a crazy like run. Huh? No giraffe syphilis? No giraffe syphilis. Uh, oh, my wife got a new. They said it's dog. not contagious. You guys are fine. Yeah. <laughs> my wife got a dog. Uh, it's a uh, English bulldog. Her sister gave oh. it. Her older sister gave it to her. Uh, her name is Gorda. She's just a couple years old, and uh, she does not have a lot of deep thoughts. She has deep right. feelings, right? Lots uh-huh. of feelings. But not a lot All of deep right. thoughts. They are fucking stupid dog. Um, <laughs> they are so sweet. Like, so sweet. Sweetest dog in the world. Um, but, like, they're the kind of dog who stare at a butterfly and walk into a wall. You know? Like... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. the other day we're out trying to pick food for Delilah, the, the Sokata tortoise. Hey, me and tiniest, because I'm not staying. I can't stay in fucking bed. I can't. I can't. I got to move around. Um, and so we're out picking food, and the dog's sitting there and barking at a vulture that's in the fucking air, and walks right into a fucking cactus, right? Oh. And it's a prickly pear, right? They grow big, yeah. and she walked. She got far enough in there that I was like, "Come on, just back out, just like back out." She doesn't have a tail I can grab. It's not like she didn't have a yeah. handle. Right, and so I'm like trying to coax. Her. She won't move. She's just like, "Fuck it, I'm done. This is my grave. I'm just gonna stand here for the rest of all eternity." Are, are those things born without tails, or do they cut them off? Uh, it didn't look like it was cut off. It just—it's like a tiny little fucking tail. No, stump. Yeah, it's not—it's not really a stump. It comes to a point. It's just an ugly little corkscrew little fucking thing. It's just like there's no nothing to get a hold of. It's like nobody like, like an inch or I've got a cat. In fact, she's standing right here between my feet, and she's she was born tailless. She's just got like about an inch, two inches of tail. Yeah. It's very cute because when she's happy, it it quivers. So it's it's really quite quite sweet. Yeah. She's got this vibrating like knob. Gorda is like a solid hundred and twenty five pounds, right? Like she's a big fucking dog in a very yeah. small short body. It was I, I. We had to. It, I ended up having to disassemble the cactus around her, right? Like, just hacking and and chopping on cactus until I got it down to where I could, I could get her out. 
And then now she's got all of her little face folds are full of cactus. Tiny little spines. Uh, she was. She thought it was great fun. I just have. I just held her between my legs, and she's just sitting there drooling on me. I have a like a, a towel down, and so she could just drool and be happy as hell. And just she yeah. did, she did she doesn't care about like you know you're yanking them out. It, it looks like it's painful because like her face is like drawn one way while you're pulling. But she's like she doesn't give a shit, dude. She's just like fuck yeah, this is great. You're paying attention to me. This is amazing. But we're not allowed to have those cacti here in Queensland. But um, I actually do have a piece of one, and I recently just was repotting it and had like a couple of paddles that I'd taken off to make extra plants. And uh, we also just got a a new um, four legged friend because we also lost two of ours in the space of a couple of months. Um, so we have um, we we went to the shelter and I, I looked for a boy who'd been there the longest, and um, we found Roman, who's a stunning, enormous mastiff and um he's six although i think he might think he's actually six months old but his teeth obviously say he's an adult but his brain definitely does not um he was exceedingly shy when we brought him home um but over the two weeks i think we've had him now his uh, personality has definitely started to shine while i was redoing the cacti yeah i noticed i looked back and suddenly one of them had totally disappeared out of the pot. oh shit yeah and i look around and i find it in the garden and it's got like these whopping great teeth marks in it and a, a full it's set of claws yeah so i've had to um wire them mesh them off just while they settle into their pots so that he i think he'll leave them alone now though um, are you guys allowed well, to have the, the 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 ones without spines we're not in queensland we're not allowed to have any prickly pear at all as a purposely put on our like purposely cultivated there are yeah. like you will see them driving along in the wild because some they're you know they're seen as a pest here um in other states you're allowed to own them like on your property as a plant and use them eat them cultivate them but, but what about the ones that don't have like any spines on them you figure that those ones that you, they wouldn't care about because those I ones are know. quite awesome like if well i'll send you some of those no spines at all. Huh? I, did, I didn't know you could get prickly pears with no spines. Yeah, I've got some growing out here on the friggin' ranch. Those are the ones oh, I go wow. and pick and feed to the tortoise. They just, I'll just <sighs> send you a pad or like a, or like a. Do they do fruit? Do they have fruit as well on them? Yeah, no, do they're they just have... exactly like prickly pear, just no spines. Wow, because I love the fruit, but obviously, you do have to be very careful. Peeling and yeah, you pick them. it with, I pick it with uh, barbecue tongs, and then just yeah, I have like a, my little torch and just burn off all the all the spines. I never thought to do that. Yeah, there's a way you do it, that you cut it in. The, like I learned in Israel, you hold. Nah, it with fuck the that tongs. shit. Slide, just hold it with the tongs and just just peel it out. One second That's with the freaking yeah. Not, it takes like a half a second because <laughs> those spines are super flammable. Like just like, and they're done. 
We're done. And because they're translucent, so they're an arsehole to try and get out of your finger. And if you get them but in your mouth, oh are my god, super flammable. They burn just oh. faster than human oh, hair. God. They're just boom, god. You can burn them like with a big lighter if you wanted to, but just the the, the torch is so much easier. When I do huge batches, because I make prickly pear wines, when I make huge batches, I have what's, you know what expanded metal is? You guys have it over there? It's like that diamond plate with the diamonds punched out of it. You know, it's, or like a hardware cloth, right? Okay. Where it's like, like half inch on pickup by half trucks. Inch. There's something on pickup yeah. trucks with the fucking, that makes it, uh, the tread on it, the tread built in. Oh, okay. We call that, oh, yeah, we've got a different name for it here, but yeah, I know the stuff you make, racing plate or something, they call it here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they make like two the, and stuff out of it. Yeah, well, expanded metal is the racing plate with the little diamonds cut out. So it's like okay. mesh. It's like mesh, right? Nice. Uh, yeah. You could buy it in rolls. I bought it. I bought a big roll and I made a. Um, uh, it has like uh, it has, it's a, it's a pepper uh, roaster, right? Yeah. So I put all my my peppers in it. I turn it over a fire. The peppers tumble in there. They get roasted over the fire. But you could use it for the prickly pear. You throw your prickly pear in there. You build your fire up underneath it real high. And you just turn your prickly yeah. pear, and they all get burned off. Yeah, it takes like it takes two or three minutes to do like you know a hundred pounds of prickly pear that way. Yeah. Um, and then I just take them and I just uh, throw them through a, literally a wood chipper, just a cheap fucking wood chipper, um, and then yeah. right into my wine press and press all the juice out and make uh, wine. Fantastic. Wow, that must be so tasty. It is not. Not for the first year. Uh, the well, first year, it's kind of... Tasty the yeah. first year. <laughs> the first year, the first year, it comes out very dry and uh, very generically cactusy. Something mm. fucking magical happens in year two. Um, and then it comes out in year two. It is amazing. So you never nice. drink like, but but year one it, it's it's not not worth drinking. It's uh, yeah, but year two it's great. Now I'm year one if you, yeah. Now year one if you just take your pads and everything, and throw them through your wood chipper into a barrel and throw in pectin enzyme and ferment it, then um, you get mezcal, like which is like yeah. a tequila knockoff, right? And uh, it's super good. But as a wine, it needs a it needs it needs a solid year to, before then. After a year, it's great. It's amazing. It's got this beautiful purplish color, um, and it's got depth of flavor and richness. But that yeah, first year, it's just oh yeah. That first year, though, it's just generically cactusy and slightly fruity. But and the the. Oh, uh, D47 is the yeast that I use, or EC11.18. So EC11.18 is uh, champagne yeast, and D47 is like a, uh, a Heffenweiser or a white beer yeast. They could also be used to make a white wine. Nice. So, yeah. Somebody is, I don't know, masturbating or playing a game with a oh click really fast that's uh that is that is a sound of a person. <laughs> it's cruel, dude. It's cruel. I live in monotone. I don't know where direction of sound comes from. You've got me looking. Tremmy threw me under the bus <laughs> awful fucking fast, though, didn't he? 
<laughs> Jesus. You didn't even get a half a second. Oh man. So I'm not I'm not gonna lie, I'm I'm flying helicopters while we while we talk. So uh not actually the, playing a game, just flying helicopters. So some of the fun of being the first people on this new uh this this new rant bunch of ranchettes out here, right? Is that we're the first fucking house on all these on all, all this freaking land, which is pretty cool. But the problem is, is that our road doesn't exist. Like, wow. uh, I've been there. Welcome to my world, getting fucking packages and shit. <laughs> yeah. So our road doesn't exist. So we got trash service, and the trash guy, his, his the trash guy, the boss knows where we're at because he dropped off the the the, uh, the trash can. <laughs> but his workers yeah, can't find us. So every it, it got so bad. I took a four by four sheet of plywood and I painted my address and my name oh, on a big fucking board and posted it up in front of my driveway. Oh, that's so cute. So uh, they could figure out who I was and where I lived. It it's been to where it like because usually they pick up trash on uh, Tuesday mornings, right? And uh, but we get a text that like, hey, we couldn't find you every Tuesday at like ten a.m. And so far. And then, oh, or the, or when my, you get the text that your house doesn't exist, holy yeah. fuck! I'm living in a like, fucking dream world. Where am I? I'm in a toilet dimension. So the uh, the trash guy, um, the boss has had to come out every evening, every Tuesday <laughs> evening, <so>. yeah, and <laughs> pick up the trash. <laughs> it's gotten to the yeah, point. It's like. It's like, hey, Roger, how are you doing, bud? Oh, I'm doing good. Sorry about that. We'll try to get you next week. But it's like, <laughs> it's like he's come out by flashlight because like yeah. nobody can find us. Like, it's, it's which is cool, but kind of shitty. Because like I was yeah. trying to explain. Uh, so I got uh, we're doing. I moved jobs, right? Um, and so I'm now going to be doing now and one for this whole freaking area around my house. Oh. Which is great because my my um, I guess uh, what do you call it? My commute went from like you know half an hour to like four minutes, right? So uh, and then I got a I got a big raise for for coming over here and doing this remote shit. Yeah. But um, yeah. well, uh, I was trying to explain to to the new boss. I was like, he's like, so you live out where? And I was like, all right, boss. <laughs> All right, it's that new place that they're putting up. He's like, he's, yeah. he's been out here for a long time. He's like, oh, the new one. Yeah, nobody lives out there yet. I was like, no, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. oh, man, we had yeah. uh, water You have issues. to print only a couple of daytime so they can see where they're coming. The stupid water company who installed the water lines couldn't find us. I was like, you installed the water. Your workers came out here and installed the water lines. Well, hopefully they can't find you to send you the bill either. That's well, right. Yeah, you know they'll find oh, you then, though. Yeah. <laughs> well, Lost enough. I was like, "What the hell?" So, like, I mean, went inside and I was like, "Man, we have shit water pressure." So I went outside and I was like, "You put a pressure regulator on my fucking line?" So I went they out that, there. They did that to me too, them fuckers. Yeah. So I, I think went out there, thing. and the stupid pressure was set to like I think like like twenty six or twenty five psi. I was like, "Fuck that shit." So I just took it off. Like, I just adjusted mine, but okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I tried to. Well, I tried to. I tried to adjust mine, 
but uh, it'll only adjust. It would only adjust out to like thirty-five. Yeah, they, they still hold you back. Yeah, and so I was like, "Well, my new my whole house water filtration system needed thirty-five to like mm-hmm. run, you know, everything, and it was like barely there." And I was like, I wonder what would happen if I just like, because it's 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 all uh, what do you, it's all after at, the uh, shutoff. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is um, that plastic shit, shark bite stuff nowadays, yep. right? So I was like, you know, fuck this. I'm gonna shut off shut off the water and then just cut it and see what the pressure is on the main line. Pressure on the main line, forty psi. Done. No fucking pressure regulator. Fuck you. Yep. Perfect. Yeah, I should I should probably do the same thing. Yeah, I was like pressure on the main lines, forty psi. I was like fantastic. Yeah. My my new place, I just had them come, you know, put all new water lines in and stuff, and turn the shower on when I finally got it plumbed, and the freaking shower wouldn't even reach the back of the tub. It didn't have yeah, enough pressure. They so I went downstairs and I corrected that shit. It'll freaking <laughs> break across the room now. Nah, it's, now it's a, now it's a forty psi. And uh, it works. Everything works. It's really cool. Hey, Blue, you should um, send me a video of you flushing a toilet someday. I want to see if it really spins backwards now. <laughs> 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 I will do that. I will do it as soon as we finish. I wonder if that's true or not. I, I've never been down that part of the world. So I've been all over the it's world, true. and things do go opposite directions because you, once you cross the equator. It is true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what was that? The Simpsons where they installed uh, water reversers so their toilets would flush the right way when they went there? <laughs> <laughs> the machine on it the other way. <laughs> sure That's where we got Dollary Doos from, too, that same episode. But that was Australia. Yeah. But yeah, same country, pretty much. We're just, a- <laughs> We're just a bunch of axes. So I noticed people from New Zealand hate it when you say they're from Australia. Yeah, they're very touchy about that. Very touchy. They're just they're just island Australians. Right. Australia 2.0. Oh, we're gonna hate mail now. I'm glad they got your <laughs> Yeah. I'm the one who has to deal with the hate mail. We love you. Yeah. It's all in good fun. We're just teasing. Yeah. I, I, like I really I would really love to go visit both of those countries, oh, to be honest yeah. with you. It is Except like, for Northern Australia, I have no need, want, nor wish to go to Northern Australia. Is that where that all the people are? Dangerous, man. <laughs> is that where it's all the people that. are? That's where all the things that kill you are. Oh, I don't care about that. You step on a thumbtack and it's deadly poisonous up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I would. There's so many cool geckos up there, and there's so many cool little oh, monitor God. lizards and shit. I'd fucking love. It. I remember watching a. Uh, like an yeah. outtake from Steve Irwin before he, you know, before everything went south yeah. with him, and uh, he yeah. was up that area and he got bit by a snake and he had a book out and he's like reading the book trying to figure out what kind of snake <laughs> bit him. It was crazy. <laughs> I don't know if I should be worried or not. <laughs> I'd love to go. I, you know, one thing I, I watch uh, YouTube videos. There's a bunch of these uh, New Zealand guys. Who are like on a war against like the feral goats and the feral hogs in New Zealand? Evidently, they're just fucking overrun. They got tons and tons of feral goats, and it just looks like they have so much fun. I didn't realize this 
until until the internet came around, I didn't realize that kangaroos were assholes. Oh yeah, yeah, fuck your world. Up. Yeah. You know, as a kid, you know, everybody here in the states, that kangaroos are like the coolest thing ever. You know, and then you, there's you, a shit out of kangaroos. Here in Texas, there's a fuckload of wild kangaroos. When y'all come and visit, I'll take you down. There's just there, there's just there's just they had them in a small ranch. This ranch had like maybe thirty kangaroos back in the fucking sixties, and then I, like I do need a, a pet ground sloth though, or a pet tree sloth. <laughs> I a couple one. of fucking like storms and whatnot happened, and some fences got knocked down, and then there, now there's just tens of thousands of kangaroos. Oh, this like because area. they can breed. Their their breeding cycle is like nothing on earth. So kangaroos can actually pause a pregnancy if there's a drought or there's a shortage of food or for whatever reason. They can pause being pregnant. At the same time, they can have delivered a, a like a peanut or whatever. I can't remember what it's called before a joey, but like when it's first born, it's literally the yeah. size of a fingernail. She doesn't even know she's delivered. So there are two teats in her pouch. So she can have one of those on one teat and she can have a joey and she can be pregnant and have that paused pregnancy going all at the Shit. same time. So like literally three going at once. Damn. And that <laughs> yes. That's why they breed. Sounds like yeah, some of the women around my place. Yeah. Well, there's just there's just so many of them. It just, uh, <laughs> we were driving along one day and uh uh my wife we were like it's this area around Victoria, Texas, which is kind of an area that's known for like having a bunch of exotic animals. You can drive down these old country roads and it's pretty much like going through a drive-through zoo. And uh yeah. Well, we were driving down this road. There were all these beautiful blue bonnets were everywhere. And I'm like, hey, look at the pretty flowers. And then as soon as we stop, all these freaking kangaroos just stand up. They were just foraging, right? And it was just like, there was hundreds of them. And we're like, what? Kangaroos? They pulled a mob when they were all together. But they were huge. Yeah, they stand like six foot something. Yeah, I'll fucking run up. They're at the males. Oh my god, the the shoulder muscles on those things are just insane. They put most there's of a, a video my wife was showing me of a, one drowning someone's dog, right? Mm. Like, like this dog, like, uh, was barking at the freaking kangaroo. And the king, I mean, obviously, the person didn't have good control of their dog. The kangaroo oh, grabbed the fucking dog, drug it into the water, and was just like holding it under the water, like, fuck you, they swim. They can yeah, swim. Huh. They oh, swim very just, well. Did I did I tell you about my dog story from today? No, what'd you dog. do? Uh looked on the security camera and there's a mountain lion chasing the dog around in my yard today. Oh shit. What? Yeah. yeah, I had to run oh, out with, with the old pistol and run him off. I didn't shoot him, I just scared him away. Damn, son. We have a we have they must be getting hungry, them fellas. Turkeys. <laughs> Have, look up the bush turkey. They're quite an oh, interesting creature. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, big they're protected here, so not allowed to touch them. And they also, unfortunately, like to shag uh, our chickens. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys and can't have guns either, food. so you're fucked. They can. Well, we can, but we're just not allowed yeah. to like fire them in, in suburbia. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. 
say they're, the dog they're, they're, Australia, if, if Australia had a little bit better gun laws, it'd be somewhere I would I would consider living. But uh, they have gun laws. Like you can own a gun. You're restricted yeah. on like you're quite restricted on a bunch of different things. Like you can't have like semi-autos. There's be bolt actions or bomb. Oh wow. No handguns. No, no handguns. What? No handguns? What? All right. No. No. That was. That's and you can have thing. a handgun, but that has to stay. You can have a handgun, but that I'm pretty sure has to stay at a gun club. A gun club. It's it at might. a gun club. So you it can own a gun. Lot. You can own a handgun, but the handgun has, has to stay at a gun club. In my old yeah. age, my handgun is about all I use anymore. You have to attend your gun club a certain amount of times per year. Um, we don't. We don't own a handgun. We have. I'm gonna. I'm gonna come out and let you guys know. I'd rather shoot a person than I would an animal. To be perfectly honest. So that I love my handgun. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it, it it literally hurts my feelings to shoot animals. I don't like it. I like. I like. I like shooting feral hogs. They really make. I used happen. to love hunting, but I just lost my taste for it. I just, I, feral I hogs mind. is not hunting. That's it's it's haunting. Still, it's I mean, it's easy bitch. hunting. No, it's not. The bitches are nocturnal. They're assholes. You need like thermals and night vision. They're. I used to not just. Them, or I used to shoot them or whatever you call it down in Florida when I lived there. But yeah, they're not as bad as in Texas, but they still got them. They get smart real fucking fast here. You can only like if they're out during the day and you hunt them once, they've now become nocturnal. Like you see those videos on the internet where those guys that trap them in those electronic traps. Oh, that'd be so much fun. They are cool, man. They catch like a whole herd of them at once. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty cool, man. They do that. The, the, the trap drops from like the trees. Yeah. Or, or yeah. they have it have like big electronic no, has, gates that just slam yeah. shut. Yeah. It has a feeder in the very center, so it brings the yep. whole thing in. And once yeah. they get enough weight on the fucking feeder, the gate actually closes. And well, most of them are triggered by an app. You can watch it live. Yeah, the, the guy, one I was watching, the guy, he was watching it on the camera, and he decided yeah. when he wanted to shut the gate. Because there was, like, it's one that was cool. hanging outside. He's like, I want that one. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And yeah. Like, uh, I'd love to do that. but a lot, of my, have, a lot of my redneck friends down in Florida will go out and trap a few of them uh, a few months before deer season and fatten them up in a pen and use them for their deer sausage. Yeah, see, I wish oh, we nice, had nice. – we don't have uh, – here we're at this piece of property, we have a couple, but not enough that I've seen. Like, like after it rained, I saw a couple of tracks, but not enough to be a fucking hazard. And they haven't right. come to any of my deer feeders. I put up some – I dug some holes and put corn in the bottom of them and then buried the, you know, the, the corn and then put you the – I was the looking at my local cameras. regulations, and they have banned feeding deer here, right? Yeah, but I, I was at Tractor Supply today, and like half the aisles were deer feed. I didn't. I don't understand <laughs> how that correlates. Well, I'm doing it for. I wanted to. I want to see just what's out there, right? So I dig in. I just post hole dig like a hole, maybe two feet deep. Fill if that did, hole about all but about four inches from the top, full of corn, and then bury it. Bury it, and then put my uh, um, camera over the top of it. Speaking of deer feed, has anybody ever tried uh, sweet feed for mycology at all? I have not. Uh, I have tried it for making whiskey, and it makes a terrible whiskey. What okay. sweet feed? 
Uh, it's a horse supplement. It's, it's got like molasses in it and some other stuff. Yeah, it's got molasses and uh, various minerals in it. It also has a pretty high salt content. Does it? Um, uh, yeah, it's pretty. It's if you look at the salt content, it's like two percent salt or some shit. Okay. So, uh, yeah, and yeah, there was all kinds of strange <laughs> stuff I was looking at. There, there was uh, beet pellets. Interact. I know. I've used beet. I've used the the beet pulp. Yep, pellets. they had the beet pulp yeah. and beet pellets there. I've used those in substrate when I got them for really cheap. I uh, just mixed them in with just just because I could. Uh, it, I, there was no negative effects, but there was no like ab like whoa man that's the newest yeah. coolest thing I'm gonna do. I was I, I was talking it. to the farmer that I hired to grow me the millet, and he's yeah. like I don't know what it is about your millet, but it will not stop being green. I'm still waiting to harvest it. He showed me pictures of just huge millet sprays sticking off in the fields. Yeah. Said, You're gonna have a bumper crop. I hope you got a lot of room for storage. You tell me. <laughs> you might have wow. to hit it with two four D, bud. You might have to. He's just waiting for it to dry down, so he can he's gonna you know cut some of the hay and give me the hay too. Yeah, you you probably uh, a lot of that millet stuff, man. It'll go till the first freeze, or a first. Well, after a freeze, that millet will some of it will become quite toxic. Like it, it releases cyanide, um, and the tips become red. But uh, what they do is they spray a desiccant on it. Like they spray like two four D or that's uh, illegal. Roundup. What? Two four D is banned in the United States since the seventies. I'm just gonna let you know that. Not Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not really the United States. It was killing all the bald eagles. Remember? No, you're talking. We're talking about something different. Yeah, you're talking uh, about uh, DDT. Maybe. Yeah, you're talking about maybe, DDT. Maybe two, you're right. It's two comma four D, and it's a uh, just a general herbicide, um, but it doesn't like linger a lot, like Roundup lingers. Yeah. But uh, they use it a lot to like kill down non-organic um, like grain crops. Uh, I like you. Know, you can use it, but you have to wait three weeks before you harvest. So you can you burn your crop down. It's called burning it down. Um, so and then you wait three weeks and you can harvest it. So when I get all this millet, I'm probably going to fill my truck bed up with it and drive cross country and visit all you guys like Santa Claus. Oh, it's throwing bags of millet. How many acres of millet did you grow? I don't know. I bought three thousand dollars worth of seeds. Jesus, son, that's, <laughs> that's probably a lot. that's a lot. That is so much. You could like that's like uh, let's say that's. Do you, do you have no, a like a dollar? Like a dollar will do like a quarter acre minimum. A dollar a seed will be like a quarter acre. So well, I mean, the, the farmer is going to keep a little bit of it. I mean, you know, we're we're working. No, out. I don't care if he's keeping yeah, half. I don't care if he's keeping half. You've got enough millet to last you and everything else for fucking another decade. Easy. I'm sorry. You probably got. Oh How many pounds? How many pounds of millet seed did you buy? I didn't even ask him. I just told him, buy me, you know, he was planting millet for his cows. And I was like, buy me $3,000 worth and I'll pay you whenever you harvest oh, it. Oh, son, you only need 20 pounds per, per acre if you want a I, double I crop. I told him I was going to give him a percentage of everything, you know, of course, for his trouble. So, you know, it should, it should work out. Because yeah. he's got to make a little bit of money off of it. You know, I can't oh. expect him to do it for free. 
All right, so Florida grown. Did you buy white? What what kind of millet did you buy, bud? Uh, Pro oh, white. White. millet. I think it was Pro white. Yeah, I think a white. That's a white. The white one. I think it's white. It look, it looks just like the bird ones that you buy in the in the store for your pet. Yeah, that, that, that's a, that's a white billet. You bought. That a, made me realize I bought the wrong one because I got the red one. So oh I'm giving it to the children. Yeah, we'll see. I'll let you know All whenever right, I get so, it. Uh, just look, I really quick. Uh... I've, <laughs> and I've never grown a single mushroom and millet in my life, and I I I went all both feet in. All right, we need to we need to do the math here real quick. As per usual. Holy shit, son! I've always heard it was the best. I just can never uh, find it anywhere. No, you've done right. Don't listen to them. Don't feel bad. No, I'm not feeling bad. I'm just like, woo. Like uh, that's that's it. That's I'm incredible. impressed. He's gonna have a lot of fucking millet. That's a oh, lot yeah. of trike right there. <laughs> Are you saying I have a lot of trike, fucker? What? What happened? I've never seen. I've been. I've been. I have a biological trike weapon that I've been meaning to send to you. Yeah. As soon as you open the package, your whole house is never. It's gonna be like Michael Gone City in your fucking house. That's what happens ninety five percent of the time. Whenever I bring something into the fucking house, you got seventy five fucking bags. Okay, hold on. This is at. This is at. The 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 act like your most expensive person I could find. Whew. Oh. 3750 divided by 25 and a double crown. Ooh, he's got son, 90 like, bags if he bought it at if he bought it at track supply. He's got 90 50 pound bags. You had fifteen hundred acres worth of seed. Wow. This guy's a big farmer. Yeah, dude, what are you going to fucking do with it? Like, because, like, it makes a lot. Like, it's very productive. He's going to have a lot. He'll have hay. He'll have straw. The guy will have feed for his cows. That's why he's happy to yeah, do he, it. The farmer's keeping some. So, I mean, you get two and a That's half to it. five tons an acre, dude. Big <laughs> 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 How many acres did you say? I don't know. I didn't I just told him to grow it. Two and a half to five tons of fucking acre. So, like, oh, sweet. Lord, son. Hold on, hold on. You have enough. You have, you have almost 4,200 tons You're, you're uh, of millet seed if you planted it all. If you planted all 1,500 acres. You have enough. You have your uh, you're the United you States uh, you're the in United Africa. States twenty sixth largest grower of fucking millet at that point. <laughs> I, 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 I think, like, hey, I'm starting to think your math is off slightly. No, I looked it up. Fifteen hundred acres for three grand. Why don't yeah. all farmers grow that? Because it's only one hundred and sixty seven dollars a fucking acre in profit. It's not very profitable. Well, he used it for cattle feed, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's not. It's not super, super profitable. I uh, mean, but just, just thinking of it like this. I mean, when you go to Track Supply and you buy a fifty-pound bag, you're spending thirty bucks. All right, you spend yeah. three thousand bucks, right? <laughs> so, so that's fucking ninety fucking fifty-pound bags. Ninety. I don't. I mean, you can. I can fill my house 
and put 90 bags in that fucking place and maybe yeah, and it's, maybe it's, have room for a it's, tent. Yeah, it's 20 it's 20 pounds of millet seed to double crop on an acre to like double plant. So you get Mm. I don't uh, grain silo. I suggest you build yeah, one. Yeah, I say yeah. Like yeah, yeah. A, grain a couple silo. of route cars. He did mention he was going to deliver it in the uh, the big forklift bags. Yeah, but that's yeah, they yeah. bad there. They are bad. They yeah, are bad. bad. You better have those good. undercover because if they get I, I have a I have a warehouse for them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just I'm well. Congratulations on being the world, the United States' 26th largest producer. Of fucking. Proso millet, so you got it jealous. Uh, it's a fuck. <laughs> I, I, I am jealous indeed. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Jesus, that's a lot. Of really I'm if you were smart, if we'll you were see, smart, we'll see what I actually get out of this. I mean, if you were smart, you would buy. You have enough millet. If you would buy some custom printed fucking bags and sell them, right? yeah, and sell it in two pound fucking bags or five pound bags. Send it, you make a fat throw it on the, throw it on the fucking throw it on the uh the the what you call Etsy. it okay the Etsy, and then you just sell it you just you just you have you have uh the the Etsy sell it you drop ship it because it'll okay. print it'll print off at your house the fucking sticker all you where, have to where, do is drop it at the mail where's the okay Fatful podcast picks here's a picture of the guy the guy sent me when he was planting it that's all he showed me a picture of him of it growing the other day, but I don't have a copy of that. But this was him when he was getting ready to plant. <laughs> I put it in the podcast. Oh, fucking mighty. <laughs> That's so, so oh, fucking much, son. Oh my God, you're going to have so much. Okay. <laughs> like, you better just sell five pound bags. It's bad. <laughs> That's the seed. Yeah, those were the yeah. seeds. That's the seed. So you're going to get... He's going to get here. 25 or 30 of those back to him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's going to need... You're going to need to... I, okay, but I'll say... No, I, I am not growing just for my personal use here. This is through my, my grow program. So, I mean, it's not... I'm going to be growing yeah. a lot of mushrooms. Dude, you, I, you dude, I, no, no. One of those bags. One of those bags will last your entire <laughs> program of the year. Shut your damn dirty mouth. <laughs> and that's for grain. That's not even a substrate, dude. I mean, the straw. Well, I got the hay coming. The hay, the hay yeah, straw say, yeah. is coming too. And right, I have so a big, a big double gas dipping. powered double fucking dipping. chipper shredder that shreds and chips. And it, I'm going to run the straw through that. The double dipping it's, is uh, fucking awesome. I mean, not only do you get the billet, you get the hay. So mm-hmm. yeah, I like it. Good. Yeah, no, it's great. Of course, but I would, I would, to do it I would suggest I get a share of the haze. I don't. I don't get every bit of it. You know. You know. He. Yeah, we're, this guy's got so much. I pretty much paid for him to plant all of his fields, and I get. Oh a share yeah, no, he's yeah. getting out of this like gangbusters. Yeah. He'd have to do shit. He's got all the feed for his cattle and everything. Yeah, so, and I, mean, I paid for everything. He's doing. I mean, we're both making out because he's doing all the work, and I'm getting all the benefits. And he, yeah, it works out great. You could have done. It looks like the this guy's also got, a physics teacher, by the way. Well, he, <laughs> physics the fuck out of the three thousand dollars a month. <laughs> but uh, uh yeah, nice man, I would with too. Even if you don't want to get custom printed bags, dude, just do a custom sticker and just go like yeah. you know. 
Sharp and trim, super badass millet. Fafo millet. Fafo millet. And then sell that shit in five pound bags and they just have it because it'll, it'll, five pound bag will fit in a small. I don't know about you guys. It's hard to find. Or yeah. like just just fill fucking UPS boxes, the uh, the large it, UPS you know, boxes or uh, USPS. It, it always boxes. it always comes with the fucking. It never just comes by itself. It's always a pain in the yeah. ass to find just millet. It's always bird feed and fucking yes, suck my yeah. ball mix, whatever. Hard That's what I'm saying. Make your do do let's do this. And we then just make yourself some extra fucking money and pay off some damn bills or some. Shit. You know the USPS extra large. You know, ship anywhere box, flat rate shipping. Yeah. And just line it with a bag and fill the fucker to the rim with millet and just put a sticker on top and mail it out. How much that? Well, how much that? How much that weigh, you think? Oh, man. Probably 20 probably. pounds. Yeah, 20, 22 pounds. I think so that'd be perfect. 25 bucks. 25 bucks. Yeah. Nice. We, we shall see. If you sell those at 25 bucks, they'll go all day. I mean, make the people people pay, you know, shipping. Yeah, you know, but uh, so don't include shipping in the price. But at twenty five bucks, it's a hell of a deal. I'd buy a couple of them. Um, but uh, taking a couple home when yeah. they come to your house, Jimmy. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just. If you got a truck, I'll just load with them bags in the back of your truck. <laughs> come in the winter; it'll give you extra traction. So much, <laughs> so much fucking billet, buddy. I'm coming on my snowmobile. So I'll put skis under yours then. Damn. You're yeah, so hopefully, hopefully I get a nice load. But yeah, they hey, just built me, oh, me a warehouse or a cold storage warehouse this summer, so I got really stored a lot of stuff. Nice. When nice. I when you sent me that picture a while back, I thought that was the harvest. What I'm getting. I no, didn't no, no, know no. that Whoa, was that's I didn't a know that fucking was a seed. seed. I didn't know that was a <laughs> seed. Or I would have been <laughs> Yeah, that's good. That, that's yeah, you gotta find a place to do something with it, buddy. And I think lunch, uh, the Fafo millet. Well, first you, it has to be delivered to me. Then I gotta find something to do with it. Yeah, but like, I, dude, selling the boxes of it would be a great idea. Um, I think you'd do really well with it. I think people would love it. Maybe it kicks off a whole new business, and you can stop having to deal with stupid people all day. Yeah, Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah, you can just work for your damn self. Well, I didn't take so my there? own money to buy this, but you know, so I gotta be careful. <laughs> okay. No one will know. Right. I mean, you're allowed to be stupid with somebody else's money. So, or, if all uh, of that actually, if Pans all out. of that actually made, oh, seeds. You... Oh man, he showed me pictures on his phone the other day. They were long as my forearm. The the seed pods on it. So let's say you did 20-pound boxes. You'd have 3,000 20-pound boxes. Damn. If, you sold, if you sold those at 20, you'd have 75,000 no, no, no. You would have 6,000. You'd have 6,000. Because you have 3,000 fucking 50-pound bags. Oh, Jesus Christ, yeah. That's, that's if, if I got all of it. I mean, yeah, right, right. We, I we're, thinking positive, we're thinking positive, Trimmy. Okay. Yeah, but that'd be that. That'd be 150k uh, if you sold it at the 20 pound boxes. So I mean, knowing my luck, you'll only bring me one bag and say, "Here you go." No, one bag is that. 
You bought yeah, so much you seed. You want a refund. You want a refund. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five. There's six fucking bags there on the back of that trolley. Like, you, you better bring you at least fucking, at least fucking 12 bags. Yeah. I do know where he works and where he lives, so. Yeah. Well, sort of, <laughs> sort of where he lives. I know the general area, and pretty much if you throw a rock in that area, you're hitting his farm, so. Yeah. How do you Must like those nice. little those little crawler things? I see those little crawler things oh, in the bucket. I've never driven a caterpillar version of it, but that looks nice. Yeah. I've seen the ones that have a, a bucket on the front of them, the little crawlers like that, but with a bucket on the front. Yeah, the one, pretty, the one that guy cheap. has is uh, multi. You can put different attachments on the front. Nice. Yeah, yep. the bucket ones are pretty cheap. The non-branded, they're not like cat brand or anything, but around here... Yeah. I think well, farmers farmers get nothing but the best, you know. Yeah, they come up they come up from Mexico around here, and I think they're like running about ten grand, you know, uh, with the little bucket on the top. But you can put pallet forks on them, but uh, they're not they're not that bad. They're not that bad. It'd be kind of fun to have. Well, you know what I, I want. What you should want is a JCB skid steer, the single arm oh. one. Oh, yeah. it's got an extendable boom on it, even, dude. It's so oh, I want one so bad. I don't need one. I just want one. The tractor I want is a TYN, but uh, the tractor I'm probably going to end up with is a Coyote, uh, just because Coyote's here local, and TYN might have to drive like 300 miles. Yeah. And so if anything breaks, I don't know, I'd have to haul it 300 miles, you know? Right. So it's one of those... What's local? What's not local? So, yeah. Cool. Damn it. Nothing beats a good tractor on a farm, though. Or a little, or a little homestead. I'm so excited. Everything's going great, right? At this second, nothing's fucked up, seriously. Um, nothing's seriously fucked up. Everything's going well. I mean, I haven't had to sell a kidney. Um, I've been trying stuff? to figure out where to sell those at. Nobody wants to buy mine for some reason. Yeah. They were doing a study here where they were selling. You could have sold your left nut. No, here. I never no. offered to sell my nuts. No, come on, man. Sixty thousand dollars for one testicle. Although I don't use them much anymore. Like <laughs> yeah, but it was sixty. It was sixty thousand dollars for one yeah. testicle. All they wanted was one testicle for sixty thousand dollars because they were doing a bunch of like hormonal. That's like, nowhere uh, near enough. That's more than enough. I would fucking sell 60, it for 60,000 bucks? Yeah. For one testicle. You know what happens to the other one? The other one grows twice the fucking size and takes over. It's not a big deal. People lose a testicle all the time. I had a really good friend of mine yeah. who lost a fucking testicle. He was he was uh, being pulled behind a... Uh, he was on a like uh, tractor tire donut, you know, like being pulled behind a car in the snow. And the fucking bungee broke and whacked him right in the fucking nut. He said that thing. No. Yeah, it fucking popped. He stood up and his fucking testicle rolled down his fucking pant leg. Oh. Cut. Yeah, it was bad. It was, it, was, it was quite bad. Like, we had to pick his ass up because he was like, he couldn't move. Like, anything moving. You should have hurt. picked his ball up. I mean, fuck. We didn't know it was down his pants. He was just kind of 
quietly whimpering and screaming, and there was blood everywhere. Yeah. And, uh, As you would. So we just kind of tilted him. He was like frozen. We tilted him into the back of like like the excursion, which is what we were pulling him with, and uh, drove his ass to the hospital. And then it turns off when they took his snow pants off that his fucking nut was right there, like in down the leg, like you know, halfway between his like knee and his fucking thigh like area, just there on the like you know string. But it popped. It like exploded and. uh, uh, right, he ended up right. cutting that one off, and his other nut grew like just fine. He ended up having a bunch of kids. He was fine. So I was you like, "You guys know, I, in a past life, I worked at a mushroom factory, right?" Yeah, and uh, I was a maintenance man, but you know, slash EMT, I guess there. And we had this guy who jumped off his motorized pallet jack too early, and uh, it ran him over. Ouch. And I ran over there with the other maintenance man, and we're like, what's wrong with him? And he's like, my leg, my leg. And my buddy took his pocket knife out, and he cut the guy's pants leg off, and all of his fucking skin was laying in the bottom of his pants. The, oh, the killed him like a banana. And my buddy looked at that guy, his guy's name was Johnny. He said, Johnny, you're going to need a big fucking Band-Aid. And that was the last thing I remember before I passed out. <laughs> you passed out. Oh, but Johnny, you ain't got no legs. You a big fucking band aid, buddy. My buddy had a really dry sense of humor. He should have been an EMT. He had a really, really nice bedside manner and everything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, so you only need one at 60 grand, dude. Let's do this. I ain't that attached. I've had all the kids I want right now, and we're good to go. Like you can have that left one. Uh, they give you a prosthetic. It's not like every day anyway for the rest of your entire lives. So it's not like you need to. Right. It's not like, yeah. They give you a prosthetic. Except I want my yeah, prosthetic to have a fucking Bluetooth hotspot. I was going to say, you want to have it like one of those cut, you know, with a spot that you can press. There's no switch. way that you can sell this to me to make it seem like something I'd want to have happen. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I just want to have a Bluetooth hotspot. It doesn't have to do anything. Okay, no. Even better yet. Better yet, better yet. It has a Bluetooth hotspot. The only thing it does is have my contact information. That's it. And so... <laughs> like microchipping so like, your dog. Yeah, like, your so like, like... People are like, oh, who's that person? There's, a, there's an open Bluetooth connection, right? And so they click on it, and it just, like, automatically, yeah, it's like, it's like, you know, Farrell's crotch. You're now connected to Farrell's crotch. Here's his fucking contact information. Phone number and email. Oh, it's like when you go, when you, when you can do that tap and spend for the credit cards and the fucking, yeah, that's the register. That's it. It's up there. It's you whack it nuts up against the fucking. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Like there we go. Now, now I'm in. Now I'm in. Yeah. See, now I'm in. that's it. That's it. <laughs> oh. Oh, so oh. It would be a on those ones that had that uh, inset. I needed this yeah. fucking podcast. It's been a while since I smiled like this. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's starting to hurt. It's starting to hurt. Smile. Uh, it's starting to hurt. I've laughed this much in at least a fortnight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think it would be fucking great. Like you're on a plane. 
And somebody's like, and suddenly you get a fucking text. Like, who is this? Oh, bitch, I know you connected to my testicles. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, you know how people like put like uh, FBI van or shit like that? I, mine would be oh, like yeah. these nuts. <laughs> connected to these nuts. <laughs> and it just airdrops your contact information. That's all. Uh, yeah. And a, picture, and a picture. And a picture of the nuts. So they yeah. Go. Exactly. <laughs> you are now connected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no internet found. But uh, it would just be fucking hilarious. Uh, I think it would be hilarious. My wife would hate it. But uh, I thought yeah. it would be hilarious. She'd be like, why would you want to do that? Because it's fucking hilarious. Right. But uh, she'd hate it. She'd be like, why are you trying to do that? Are you trying to look for somebody? No. I just think it'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> Sitting there in church. Bing, 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 bing. <laughs> See who's going to... It's like you don't, you don't even have to try to send your dick pics. It happens automatically. Right? Boom. <laughs> Can't get any better than that. Well, you, you could have it with like a little camera on it and it could automatically send dick pics to a live feed. <sighs> Too much. Like, they'd, you'd have to like clean it and stuff then. It was just like. The... Yeah, it's required maintenance then. <laughs> I don't want even maintenance. Too much maintenance. It could be, it could be like the uh, Jurassic Park fucking things where it goes off your body heat and it fucking charges it as you live. Yeah, exactly, yeah. dude. If they could do that shit for fucking watches, where you like walk and shit, like yeah, charge the motion of your yeah, yeah. the watch. Exactly, it'd be great. I think it'd fucking be awesome. Walking, like, could have it charging. <laughs> These are the thoughts that kept me out of the good schools. <laughs> but at the same time, I think this is a thought that, that would probably, I mean, out there, somebody's going, God damn it, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Magnificent. <laughs> ah, Kickstarter. <laughs> it's it's the crotch to you or something like that. I don't know. Anyone else have any Bluetooth? Tactical Anyone Bluetooth. else have any uh, interesting or funny news or anything else going on with everybody else? Somebody catching up on everybody else's life? What kind of fun stuff's been going on? We fun. know that. Uh, yeah, I mean, other than like horrific, because I've had a bunch of horrific bullshit happen. But uh, like, I mean, I bet you Deadpool's had to fight like you know a penguin or something recently. Yeah, same one keeps coming back. Bear keeps fucking yeah. with me. Did you think it? Yeah, like, probably. You're, you're having bear problems? Admit it. Admit it. You said it. Oh, no, no. Well, it depends on what you mean. I mean, I might have inserted something into his beak, but, you know. <laughs> you ever read that, that book, If You Give a Mouse a Cookie? You don't do that shit with fucking penguins. They'll never leave. Yeah. Nah, the, the, the fucking bears come around here only because they smell shit and they just gonna they want to get their fucking face in it fucking everything. 
I had a fox in the backyard the other day. A little cute, little little bitty, uh, what do you call him, a little gray fox. And he was just chilling, staring at my bird feeder. But, yeah, it was quite cute. That's about all. I'm getting my uh, the lab set back up. There's a little bit of echo in here because there's not a lot of stuff set up in here yet except for a couple of tables and benches. But uh, I have to get mine going too now. I'm going to send my daughter some micro stuff. So I'm going to make her a bunch of cut and grows. I should have the uh, the flow hood should be over here tomorrow along with the last of the benches, and we should be setting those up uh, over the next couple of days before I have to go back to work. Um, oh man, this week's going quick. We'll have to go back to work on like Monday or so. Um, I decided I'm just not going to go anymore. I'm not going to quit. Well, so well I mean, you're, you're, you're millet rich. You've got enough fucking millet to retire. You've well, got enough send back the millet to class. Maybe I'll stay long and take the millet delivery. Then I'll stop going. How's that sound? Yeah, I mean, like, if if people are just going to trade you shit and fucking millet, you're going to go. You're like a millet king right now. Oh, yeah. If those are those eggs haven't hatched yet, I got I to gotta, I gotta wait till I collect them. Then I can say I'm millet rich. Yeah. Yes. So Never know what yeah. might happen between now and then. The field yeah. could burn down or something. Yeah, exactly right. And it's green. It shouldn't burn down yet. Well, yeah, it should be. Yeah. He, that was like a week ago last time I talked to him, so it should be a lot better now. We've had several hard frosts. Yeah. Because he said he had harvested everything except for my millet already, so last time I talked to him. Oh, was, was he not doing millet everywhere else? It was, so he just, you actually, the only millet he was growing was yours? Yeah. Oh, all well, right. Mine and his. Yeah, he he, he grew fair. corn and wheat and a few other things besides. This guy has a lot of farmland. Seems like it. I think he even grew some uh, rye, I want to say, or something. I would like to find a guy that would grow some fucking rye berries for me. Yeah, this this guy, uh, they grow a lot of rye around here. We're, we're like the beer belt here, man. We grow all the stuff for our beer. Or the farmers around here. How would you do millet and not rye? Because they always tell me millet's best. Who says that? Most of the micro communities. Well, millet works really, really well. It's just hard to get and it's expensive. That's the the downfall of it. Not now. You you fucking got you got more millet than any other micro person in the history of fucking mycology. Right. Yeah, you know, be eating breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. Well, people do eat it. That proso millet, uh, it makes a decent uh, porridge. And so it's like, like a porridge, or something, you were saying. Yeah, it makes a porridge. The, the birds sure love it. Um, they also eat it quite a bit in uh, in Africa. They they make uh, alcohol out of it. They make breads, they make cereals, cereal grains, oh, a bunch of different stuff out of it. It's actually Bread, pretty you can make yeah, no, it makes right, really nice flour. Okay. Uh, the only the only really bad things I've ever heard from people about millet is that it makes a mess. It gets everywhere because it's like little BBs. Told, yeah, that's only when you're fucking it's hydrated and everything. It's like that fucking polystyrene beads you have in bean bags. Right. Yeah, it expands a lot, but you're getting your you're getting all. Oh, wait a second. So you're getting yours all fresh. It's not dry and. 
Yep. Oh, that's going to be awkward. I don't know how to do that. I've never had to bother with that. Uh, I don't know how dry it's going to be because he's letting it dry down in the field before he harvests it. Yeah, but I mean, dry in the field for them to harvest it is not dry to be put in the storage. Uh, you know what I'm it's saying? It's pretty close. Um, especially with a small grain like that, it's going to really dry fast. So, I mean, uh, my biggest concern is to threshing it off of those um, the stalks. Like, he has a thresher, right? A what? He has a, a thresher? Combine? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, so if he can set his combine fine enough to take it, then uh, yeah, he, he shouldn't have a problem with it at all. Yeah, he, he may he may even put it in a silo for me and dry it down a bit too. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say because that's the that's the whole reason why a lot of the people put the uh, the antibacterial and the antifungal sprays on them is because they will if they're not dried enough, it'll it'll just rot the fuck. Well, I mean, well, it's, it's when, real they, high. when they store this stuff, they they have like. They're, they're well green bins with giant fans in them, and they just turn the yeah. fans on. And they cycle them from so they drop down the middle of the pour back in the top. Yeah, so it cycles over the it turns over the grains. But uh, um, they're uh, it's real high protein, real high nitrogen. So w- when you're looking at grain and you're looking at it for the, from a standpoint of mycology, or uh, like you're looking at it from a standpoint of fertilization, or for animal use, you can always look at protein and kind of just straight convert that across for nitrogen so uh yeah if it's if it's high protein then it's high nitrogen but personal millets uh it's good stuff i haven't i've just used you know bird feed which has a lot of that in there you might consider seeing if there's a market for it uh as well so you don't I mean unless you get on actually selling it to other mycology people you're mm-hmm. gonna have a fuck ton. Like if, oh my God. if nice. Like, that's a lot. If I equate to twelve of those bags, even at like a minimum, worst case, even at worst case scenario, you end up with six of those fucking bags. You are still looking at an eternity. Literally, it. tons of it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you get six bags back, you got raped because it only got his initial. Yeah, that's not right. It's right. not right. You should at least get more than your initial investment. Yeah, especially with how productive it is, a two and a half to five tons per fucking acre, you should be getting yeah. at least double your your investment back. So if you get six bags, you should get 12 bags back. 12 if you guys are, yeah. If you guys are splitting it 50-50 or however, um, God knows how many fucking bags you're going to get. Uh, at that point, it might you might as well just go into fucking full-time business just gotcha. go to your local, uh, your local uh, uh, granary, US, your USPS store, and just take every fucking flat rate shipping box they have. <laughs> just, just be like, I need a pallet of them. Trust. Yeah, yeah. Because that's a lot. And you go out, maybe even go online and look and see if you can't order them bulk and have them delivered to your house. I know yeah. we can do that here. Well. Yeah, they, they'll do that. They, they send them to your house on bulk supplies uh, for free. But I think there's a limit. Like, they won't send over, like, you know, 25 or 30. And you're going to laugh uh, at them and be like, those are those are, uh, those are rookie like, numbers. Ah! Like a day yeah. If you're a small business. Yeah, you're like, I need that, that every day. 
that was Trimmy. He's trying to kill himself. I crashed my helicopter. Oh. I quit. I figured. I, I, I turned it off now. I'm done with that. What is Deadpool gone? He's here, isn't he? No, he he dropped off. I think he fucking uh, he probably oh, lost the internet. Gave it. That's what that song was. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah, that was yeah. a signal. Maybe his battery just ran out. <laughs> he he has he has a mouse that runs on a wheel that runs his internet, and once in a while he forgets to feed the mouse. Surprisingly, well, we got really good internet out here. Um, we went with a company. No one that, else is there yet. Yeah. No one's using. You're the only no. one on the tower. Uh, yeah, it is kind of like a tower thing. We paid for the bandwidth on the tower. So, I mean, it was a little bit pricey, but overall, it's like, you know, 200 megs. So I don't understand why, why Deadpool's internet is so bad. He has that uh, satellite stuff from uh, Elon Musk there. Uh, because if you look at... Topic. Yeah, but if you look at where he's at on it, he's at the outside edge. Uh so the this he loses his satellites once in a while, huh? Yeah, they're they're going around a mountain or around something else and, and they're they're losing them occasionally. Gotcha. Did you see where uh ATT was was fixing to sue um Starlink because Starlink was about to release their own um like phone service. Ah. Yeah, and they're like, oh no, it's a monopoly. But you're like, AT&T, don't you also have internet service and phone service? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, they, they've been a monopoly for too long. They think that they are the only ones who are allowed to have it. Yeah. I, I thought they broke I thought they broke them up, like, in the 90s. Like, there was a big monopoly. They, I know they tried to, yeah. Yeah. Because they bought all the other phone companies. Mm. Yeah, that's right. They made them sell off. Uh, what turned out to be U.S. Cellular, and then U.S. Cellular got died, or whatever, and it got turned into T-Mobile. Um, mm-hmm. T-Mobile has become this ginormous conglomerate as it is. Uh, I like I like T-Mobile. They, they've they've done right. I mean, they keep trying to push us into a more expensive fucking plan than the one that I've mm-hmm. had for the last. God knows how many years, like decade, but uh, they keep trying to push us into like, oh, go to this plan, go to this plan. It'll be better for you. And I'm like, mm, no. I think the plan of unlimited everything is, is I'm just going to stay with that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, uh, Verizon's come out with a new prepaid plan to kick that street talk company. Yeah. 25 bucks a month, they said. Yeah, there was that uh, Boost Mobile also has one like that. Boost Mobile runs off of the backside of the T-Mobile platform. So uh, it works pretty good. I've I've seen people with it. I can't remember what the one New Verizon was called, like Blue or something? I can't remember. Who knows? They keep coming out with new and new new crap all the time. $25 $25 prepaid cell. That should that should bring it up. I know there's Mint Mobile, uh, which was uh, the Deadpool like guy, the guy who plays Deadpool in the movies. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds owns that one. There's so many here I can't keep up. 
Total is called by Verizon, the new one. Wow. Good times. Anybody got any other mycology-related shit? Because I haven't really uh, been keeping up on the mycology-related news. Um, okay, uh, am I correct in telling somebody 70-30 for the split for alfalfa and uh, wood? Yeah, 70% wood, 30% alfalfa, yeah. Okay. What's that for? I, I didn't have my myco notes, and I told somebody that. I felt like I was lying. Gourmet. So I figured I better double-check. For gourmets, yes. Wood, yeah, wood so, so uh, you take like 70% uh, like wood pellets like for your barbecue pit or something like that, uh, cheap wood uh, pellets, and 30% uh, pelletized rabbit food or pelletized uh, like the alfalfa pellets that you can get for horses and shit. So 70%, 70% hardwood pellets, 30% alfalfa right there in that sweet spot, plenty of calcium, Plenty of freaking magnesium, plenty of everything else in there. Plenty of nitrogen works out perfectly. It's got all the micronutrients and shit you want. You can always kick it up a bunch by adding other shit like coffee grounds, um, erythritol, which is something I always suggest people add just because it's like steroids for mushrooms. Um, And you can add a little bit of whatever else you want. Like I like straw uh, just because it keeps it from becoming such a compact brick. Um, because if you add just basically ground up wood to ground up vegetable matter, it, it can become like a fucking brick if you compress it. So, um, adding some straw or something else in there to kind of floof it up a little bit, um, and it's gonna make your um your your colonization happen much much faster. So, of that. But you can do just, I did 70, 30 forever, like just by itself without adding anything else to it and did fantastic and phenomenal. There's certain stuff you don't even need to add grain spawn. Like if you're wanting to do um, like reishi, 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 whatever you want to call them, reishi, mushrooms, I don't even use grain spawn with those bitches. I just inject them right into, just inject the, the, the liquid culture right into the freaking brick. Uh, the, the 70 straight into the sub, straight into the sub, straight into goes absolutely. I just skipped the fucking grain process at all. It just goes ape shit and goes nuts, and it takes over that entire brick in just a couple of days. Uh, not even any reason for any sort of uh grain spawn. The entire purpose of grain spawn is just to spread the mycelium around, you know, it looks um, to feed it as well. Well, okay, in CVG, you know, core, verm, and, you know, uh, whatever the fuck else. Yeah. So the CV, uh, gypsum. Uh, So, like, you know, just like in that core and vermiculite stuff that doesn't have any nutrients in it at all. I think it's a pH buffer, right? That's, yeah, the gypsum's a pH buffer. So, like, in your core and vermiculite, uh, that would be good for growing um, your actives. That stuff yeah. doesn't have any nutrients in it. You are fruiting the grain in that. So, yes, you have to have a fuckload of grain. And that's why they want, like, two parts grain, one part, you know, or one or two parts sub, one part grain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because they want you to have so much grain because you're literally just fruiting the grain. And the substrate's only acting as a water sponge and to spread the grain out. Now, yeah. once you yeah. get... 
once you get into doing a nutritional-based substrate, like forest floor or whatever else, whatever bastardized version of that you want to go with, um, then the grain goes back to acting like it is for gourmets. And when it comes to gourmets, your grain is only there to spread out the mycelium. The substrate itself, the wood-based substrate and the, and the, um, the okay. alfalfa is the food, right? Okay. So using Which nutritional... Is like, as a whole block and, and fruits off the sides rather than using yeah. the, the surface area like you do in a tub. Yeah. They have a fruit nice. everywhere. Um, now, uh, I thought I might try to do pan, seeing as that we're coming into summer and the humidity is going to be an asshole now for me. So I thought rather than driving myself insane with cubes and trying to give them a cooler space fruit, I might try and take advantage of the temperature, the ambient temperature that I'm dealing with in my lab and try and do some pans or something a little tropical for the yeah. next couple of months. Well, uh, gourmet guys have been way ahead of the uh, the um, the active guys on uh, when it comes to like additives and like nutritional substrate for a long time, and it's only been yeah. recently where the uh, well, where the gourmet guys and the the active guys are kind of crossing over a little bit, and where the active guys yeah. are kind of going, huh? It makes sense to feed the mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> so, but up until just like the last like three or four years, everybody's been like, no, man, this is the way it goes. This is the way it always goes. And then the gourmet guys are sitting by and going like, so why are you feeding, not feeding the mushrooms? Because like you get a lot more if you feed the mushrooms. When it comes to gourmet, like two pounds of, of grain spawn will do like 50 pounds of fucking substrate. Right. Well, I just look at, I, I was just watching one of um, Renegade Mushroom's videos the other day, and he was harvesting, uh, don't quote me, I think it was turkey tail blocks. And yeah. I think by the, something like the third flush on those blocks, they have gone from being six pound blocks to weighing something like just over like three pounds. Like yeah. the amount that the and he said they literally end up being like packet weighing like a packing peanut by the time he's finished flushing the mushrooms off them they eat so much of those hardwood fire pellets it's un but so it just makes perfect sense what you're saying that it's the in the gourmets and in anything therefore by definition that's wood loving if you're not feeding it what it likes to eat and live on outdoors naturally. And if you look at all the actives outdoors naturally, yes, as I have been told before and schooled by Deadpool, anything will fucking grow on Koya because it has no choice, but it doesn't want you to be growing on there. It will yeah. only be because that's what you've given it. But as you're saying, you know, if you give it something nutritional, then absolutely it's going to go much, much, much better and happier and give you a better flush at the end of the day. Yeah. And uh, it, it's all easy stuff. Um, and we, we've kind of, we've talked about it a ton of times on the podcast. It's uh, it's just, yeah. a, just, just feeding the mushrooms. 
just feeding your mushrooms. Okay, once you once you've got a couple of core verm gypsum grows, CVG grows under your belt. Uh, where and the reason that the CVG shit came out is because it was designed originally so the most retarded fucking person out there yes. could oh, grow yeah. fucking mushrooms yeah. because it doesn't have anything that anything really excuse me anything really likes to eat. Yeah, so he's not so, buying the shitty corn that's covered in trike already from the, the garden yeah. department. <laughs> as long as you're reasonably fucking sterile and you have good grain yeah. spawn, you're yeah. going to grow mushrooms right. on CVG. Um, oh. But once you get into then once you graduate from that, you get a couple of good grows under your belt. Um, and then yeah. now you can start experimenting with some nutritional substrate and see like the world fucking open up. And it becomes cheaper. A lot of the times, it is way cheaper for me to make uh, like a nutritional substrate than it is for me to buy core and vermiculite Absolutely. and everything else. 100%. Towards the end, I, I quit using vermiculite and everything. I just use straight core. Yeah, core is kind of kind of pricey here. But you know what's not is like cheap-ass organic garden soil and straw. And I can yep. throw those bitches together, throw in a little bit of, you know, peat moss or something else in a big bale and rock and roll. Um, yep. And I'm okay with it being a little bit acidic because over time it's going to become a little bit alkalinic. From Yeah. yeah. What, so what is it? It's basic that mushrooms can handle that everything else can't, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what is, they, that, what, is that, what is that that you do with the straw? Is, uh, some kind of lime? Quick lime. Quick lime. Uh, they, yeah, you, they, they do that. Yeah. Back in the day, we would take... Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, before anybody really fucking understood what we were doing, we would take big bales of hay, like uh, just cheap-ass fucking straw or hay you could buy, and then we'd soak them in freaking water, like hot water, and then put, like, uh, lime on them and lime the shit out of them, and then plant, then just, like, poke holes and throw in a grain spot and pray. <laughs> and You're just giving the mushrooms the best chance to fight again. <laughs> Yeah, and when it fucking worked, my God, it worked. Because you have an entire fucking like 70-pound or 100-pound bale of hay that's fruiting all at once. It made fast. Oh, you're getting like wheelbarrows full of freaking mushrooms at a time. I should try fruiting an entire round bale just to see if I can. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I fruited an entire bell. fucking round bell of pink oyster mushrooms. Oh, and that was... Yep. And that's because pink oyster mushrooms don't give a fuck. They're like they don't the goddamn, Yeah, they're like the fucking uh, honey badger of goddamn mushrooms. They don't give a shit. Like, their they're mycelium's pink. Pink don't give a shit. They don't give a fuck. They don't give on anything. And so, uh, like, they went apeshit. Um, and so, how I did that is I flipped a round bell over, put a soaker hose up on top of it, and soaked it. And then I mixed up a shitload of freaking lime water and poured it all over the top of it. Then I wrapped the outside of the hay bell in just plastic. Shipping plastic. Yeah, like shipping plastic. I just yeah. walked around. I just walked around. I've got a roll of that stuff in the basement. I got everything I need. Yeah. I just walked around it like six or eight times. And then I went to the top of it, and I just I put boards because I just happened to have them, 
over the top of it to keep like sundown, to keep like bugs and birds and shit keep off the moisture in, yeah, and keep the moisture yeah. up in it. And I just yeah. literally See? poke fucking holes with a rock breaker bar, and then just uh, push it far apart, and then throw in like a jar of freaking a grain spot nice. and let it go. And then just my, just poke my biggest holes issue is winter is fast approaching. I can't do it. I, I, I can do it in the spring, maybe. Yeah, the spring will be yeah. fine. Um, but uh, and it fruited. The whole outside plastic turned pink. I knew it was going to be successful when three weeks in, I lifted the fucking boards and the undersides of the boards were pink. And I was like, yeah. and we're successful. And nice. it, it, yeah. it turned that one ton hay bale. Uh, by the time I was done with it, it would have fit easily in the back of a like subcompact pickup. Like it, nice. it, it, would, it ate it completely. The plastic fell off. Like uh, it just became like a pile. Um, cool. A good quality compost. What it did do though was it did fruit. Like if I was to do it again, I would cut um, holes on the outside around once mm-hmm. the once the plastic turns pink, so that I could fruit yeah. out the sides as well. Because yeah. the only thing I tried to do was fruit off the top. And um, right. well, shoes really don't like that. So, uh, no, they like- yeah, they like to hang off the sides. I did keep it. I did keep it damp. So I did. I did have a little. I, I bought this like, I don't know. It was a little mechanical fucking sprinkler timer. It mm-hmm. was like, it was basically on for 10 minutes off for like fucking eight hours on for 10 minutes off for eight hours. Um, and uh, I did have it on for 10 minutes off for eight hours off for 10 minutes. And just like the spring, this one 25 foot hose wound up on top and staked to keep it there. And all it did was just keep it damp. Um, I took all the, the boards off of the top and um, in the late spring it started fruiting and it didn't stop and I couldn't sell them enough. Like, uh, I got, I think, six really good flushes. And by really wow. good flushes, I mean the first flush was maybe four wheelbarrows. Uh, then the second flush was an unbelievable amount, probably 100, should, 150 pounds. I should do like um, eight or ten of them next spring in just every color of the rainbow of, uh, of oysters. Just that was set, really set them out. I would love to see. I would love to see what happens if you inoculate one with like shiitake or reishi, like because either one of those don't give them. They're they're really aggressive. So it'd be hard uh, to get the reishi antlers though uh, in that situation, though, wouldn't it? I wouldn't care. Yeah, Yeah, I don't give a shit about antlers. Oh, okay. But could you imagine like dinner size plate, like fucking, like fungi coming off the side of that bitch? You could probably. And just eight, ten dollars a little package for shiitakes, and you got a freaking round bale full of them. Oh my lord, have mercy! Yeah, yeah, and shiitakes will fruit as long as as long as there's moisture. So uh, as long as you you need to keep that on a schedule and not miss a watering. Or the problem is, is the shiitakes become like like styrofoam. You can mm-hmm. you can you can literally build boats out of shiitake blocks. So if you don't. If you don't keep it on a regular watering schedule, I imagine mm-hmm. that the mycelium would grow to the point where you couldn't get um, 
you couldn't actually water it anymore. And you're just relying on whatever water is inside of it. Right. But even then, you could probably take a power washer, just jab it in there, and just, and then just jab it yeah. in different places. Or just just stick a garden sprinkler over it and have it. No, nah, it'll, it'll run right off of it. When I had to rehydrate my shiitake blocks, I took a, what what was an old barbecue probe, like for, for barbecue meat, and I'd jab it in and poke like 30 holes and put a weight on top of like a brick and put them under water for 24 hours. And they'd probably only absorb 20% of their weight in water. Uh, and then, but that was enough to get a couple more flushes. They they become very, very, very hydro, hydrophobic. Okay, um, how about this? A one-inch PVC pipe with holes drilled in it, jam it down through the center of the bale like a spear, and then screw a giant water bottle to the top of it and let it just gravity feed yeah. into it. That probably worked. Uh, that probably worked. Yeah. Uh, Shiitakes that you get, you're looking at probably about 30% weight um, on shiitakes on hay. So uh, over an extended period of time, probably like a two-month uh, growing season for mm-hmm. them. So, you know, you, you're probably looking at like you know, 320, 340, maybe 400 pounds of shiitake mushrooms if you get if you get a hay bale right dang it so, that's all <laughs> that's a lot of shiitake sound. and at these prices that's like four million dollars worth no <laughs> not once you start getting wholesale people will fucking jew you down to like eight dollars yeah i know i'm going by what they're selling in the grocery store of course it's, yeah they're not going to be selling for free so no they want to sell they want to buy five five to eight bucks an ounce yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're there. doing at least a hundred percent or more markup on them. Oh, oh fuck yeah! Like, oh yeah, the markup on them. It, it's much better to sell them to restaurants. I'm telling you right now, and sell them to individuals. Yeah. That yeah. is, and Simple. you should just okay. if you just dry them and sell them, you'll be miles above because mm-hmm. dried, yeah, dried shiitake shiitake work just as well in soups and stews and everything else. Yep, um, and tink. Yeah. I, I, maybe maybe I can sell enough millet to buy myself a a, a, a freeze dryer and I can really dry oh. it. I just, set up, I just set up my freeze dryers again. <laughs> my my local convenience store has freeze dried Skittles and candies in it. You could tell somebody did it themselves. They got the old clear Amazon packages. Nine bucks for a little package the size of my hand. I told you there's money in it. There's a lot of money in it. Somebody yeah. local got the idea from you. There's a lot of money in it. They have, but, a, little, uh, they have a little box set up on the cash register by the cash register. Like, if you ever cool. want that shit, just fucking let me know. I'll send you some. Like, don't, well, yeah, don't I, just, yeah. I knew exactly what it was when I saw them, though. I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty easy to do. Now, um, Skittles work really well. You know, my favorite freeze dried candy are a uh, bit of honey, like a little bit of honeys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they turn into big styrofoam peanuts like the size of my freaking finger. They're huge. They could triple in freaking size, and they have the consistency of a styrofoam peanut, but they taste like you know peanut butter honey. Uh, and they're great. Like they're fantastic. You know um, they don't make them anymore. There used to be a Skittles that was uh, ice cream flavored. Uh, I bet those fuckers would have been good that way. Oh, I bet you that'd be really good. They were a limited edition. I wish they'd bring them back. Skittles people, if you're listening, bring back the ice cream Skittles. Uh, bring back the regular lime Skittles. 
They're so hard to find nowadays. The you Skittles with the lime. The original Skittles with the lime in them. Like that. Oh, hey. Speaking of which, hey, Blue. Uh, so yeah. remember that weird-ass seed you sent me in the fucking weird plantic room? Which one? It's some... The I one that the one the, well yeah you sent me those that plant I planted what I thought was fucking uh, like uh, some uh, seeds from the the limes right um, yeah. and then some weird plant grew it's some type of weird fucking pepper um, I, I sent you peppers kind of, as well what kind of pepper I sent you, you like four or five packets of seeds. There was more than one pack of seeds in that doll. I hope you well, took them all out. I did. I did. I got them all. But okay. uh, whatever type of pepper it is, it's happy as shit. The fucking plant is Good. like, that plant is like maybe a meter tall in the window. And uh, all right. It's got, nice. it's got, every time we go by, it has a new flower. And we flick the flower a bunch of times so it self-pollinates. Yeah. And it's it's got, oh, maybe a dozen peppers on it right now. So uh, I'm trying to remember. When I sent you, I don't remember. They're, they're, it, whatever it is, it's hardy as shit. Like, it just don't care. It's very thirsty. It's a very thirsty right. pepper. Like, it really drinks a lot more water than, like, the peppers, like, that I'm used to. Because I don't have yeah. it, you know, I don't have it in a, in a pot that has a, a hole in the bottom for, like, leaking out. Yeah. But it'll drink a quart of water every two days. No. Yeah, our peppers here do drink a fair bit. They are thirsty. I That's true. No. Well, I'm looking forward mm -hmm. to it because it's a really happy, happy-ass plant. And I'm going to let the peppers mature on it and then uh, so I can save the seeds from them. The pecans? Definitely. I don't know Definitely. what it is. It's whatever weird Australian pepper she said. Oh, it's, yeah. You were supposed to send me some pecan seeds before you moved, you asshole. You forgot. No, I still got your seeds. Oh, okay. send a bunch of seeds. Yeah. I can't remember. I'll send you some. Send... Now that everything is calming down, and like you know, I'm actually I'm like ninety percent fucking moved, and uh, everything's getting set up in the places where it's going to be. I was getting ready to drive down there and pick them up my dang self. You come phone. on down, son. <laughs> it's deer season. No, he's doing that on purpose. Hard. He's holding it all hostage so that you do have to show up. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, uh, now that everything's so this moving process probably would have gone a little bit smoother, but the wife kept finding cool shit on um, like marketplace or like Craigslist and stuff that required us to go and pick it up and refinish it and paint it and stuff and then move it in. So it's been like a uh, like we, we put in all those cabinets. Did you ever see the cabinets? They were really cool. I, I saw the video when they were in your truck right before you. Yeah. Had. Yeah, uh, so my wife went and bought these damn cabinets, and it and uh, I was they turned out magnificent. Um, and they look like they belong in the house, but uh, finishing them was not not a party, it took a few days. But it's just been like you know, we're just we're not in a hurt, like super crazy hurry to finish because you know, we're not we don't have a hard time, we need to get everything out of the other house, so uh. Um, Short 25-hour drive, and I could be there. I just Googled it. Nice. Come on down. Stay a couple days. I'll put you to work. Right? 
Look at we'll rent one of those uh, Bobcat mulchers, and I'll just let you happen at the campus. Oh, if you had one of them, I'd be already down there. Well, you can rent them. They're not very. They only cost like two hundred twenty nine dollars a day here. Um, I just and, checked the list of what I sent you, and I don't think I sent you any peppers. I was like, I'm not well, entirely sure. I sent you red, pink, and green finger limes. I sent you something called rosella seeds, which are they were little black seeds. Um, I sent you some candy melons, and I sent you some Monstera Deliciosa seeds. Monstera Deliciosa. I, Delicioso. I love that name. Seeds. Whatever it is. Whatever it is, I love I, that name. I didn't. Yeah, he's it. back. You snuck been, in there quietly. I've been back for like five minutes. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the screen. I'm sorry. I was looking for the list of what I sent. I was busy. Uh, well, whatever it is, it's very happy, and it looks like a pepper. And then I sent you some cuttings, but you said those didn't survive. They didn't survive. No. Peppers. Wait, wait. Am I the only person that didn't know that you can winterize peppers? Yes. What? What do you mean winterize peppers? You yeah, can, you you mean can mean take your pepper, pepper. You can take your pepper plants after the season, cut them all down. There's a little bit of a stalk, and they'll grow from that little fucking like gra- grape stalk the next year, yeah. and they'll and you'll get it twice as fast, so twice as much. Yeah, pepper, plant, pepper plants are. Yeah, pepper plants are more like a shrub than they are a, a, a annual vegetable. I was going to say I, I kept a, a bell pepper plant alive for like five years in my house once. Yeah, no, uh, right. but that's how they do like like big. That's how you get those giant jalapenos in the grocery store. Is those plants are like you know eight foot fucking tall, and they're like they're, some of those are 15, 20 years old. But the pepper plants will live like 30, 35 years if you take care of them. So what I do when I have outdoor Pekin plants is that um, before it gets cold, I put three hay bales like in a triangle around them and then put one hay bale over the top. Yeah, that, that bullshit then, ain't going to work up by us. <laughs> well, it only, gets, it only gets cold for like, you know, a couple of days. Yeah. But uh, and well, that just insulates them enough that, you know, after I'm done with my 10 days of winter, uh, sometimes 14 days of winter, then uh, I just take the hay bales off and feed them to critters or turn them into something. And the boom comes back. And in like a couple of weeks, uh, you know, two weeks, three weeks, I have peppers again. Yeah. 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 yeah well, you can actually, Dude, you I, I, was, I was doing research. I got to actually pull them out of the garden, put them in fucking pots, and then put them in a fucking... Just as long as they don't freeze over wintertime and then fucking bring them out. Just like a fucking clone from fucking everything else. It's glorious. Yeah, you, can totally, you, could, you could totally do that. Yeah. They just get bigger and bigger and bigger and faster and faster every year. Yeah. You can just grow it in a trash can and move your trash can in and out of your garage every year. You act like my garage is a freeze. <laughs> you, you and your little hay bale trick. I need about 35 <laughs> hay bales deep around my fucking igloo. Yeah, I forget y'all. Y'all up there where people shouldn't live. Just hey, hey, back, hey. Give it back over to the goddamn tundra and penguins and shit. But That's at bad. least, we, we, at there's, least another, guys, there's another name for that. It's called God's Country. Remember that? Oh. That's true. I saw today like a, like a comparison size. Speaking of like Woolly mammoths. I saw a comparison of like all the different mammoth species, right? Like, and like the old, like 
Mm-hmm. And some of those ones, like the ectoderm ones, where they have like the little downward facing fucking mouth and trunk and stuff, those things were only I like a, like three feet tall. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Most of these like most of these mammoths didn't get big until much later. But like there was like uh, the Culver Island dwarf mammoth. This little bastard is only like freaking two and a half feet tall. I'm like, I would fucking love to have one of those. Yes. I know. How would I would I would totally have a two and a half foot tall, like two hundred and fifty pound, and that yeah. little trunk up on the bench trying to pinch things. Well, exactly. Oh, that exactly. was just like the I would have a. We're gonna like. Why are we trying to rebring back the big mammoths? Well, there's an entire like sweet pets. Yeah, the sweet spot is the cute shit that we can sell as pets. No, nah, it's kind of it's not newsworthy. Yeah, it is. A, some, uh, now it, it it is newsworthy, but a giant, a giant fucking uh, mammoth is gonna get a lot more attention. It's like a T Rex. You can't have Jurassic Park without a huge fucking dinosaur. You know, it's after it's been around for a long time. You can have little small itty bitty pets. You know. The ones like they have with the alligators at the Gatorland. You buy the the alligators shop. with no fucking teeth. Yes. Yes, yes. You got to have the big ones first. The big ones always come first. You know, then once they start cloning Pamela Pamela Anderson's fucking vagina, you know, because it always goes porn first. Once they get that in there, then they'll do all the normal stupid shit that you want. Look at these little gotta... bastards. They're adorable. Fuck Am I missing something here? What are we talking about? Yeah, I just put it on the freaking. Oh, okay. New dad. Here we go. Oh, oh, looks like the guy's fucking his mammoth over here. What is it? What the fuck is that? He's done. No, I just wanted to show you for fucking it's like size. A, yeah, it's like a glory train or something. It's like it's <laughs> what the fuck? It's like you and your fucking perverted shit. No, I just want like. I want no. to be a, like a dwarf mammoth herder. That's just that's double <laughs> mammoth herder. Is that a that's unit it. Of time? And, and you that's can turn, it. then you can make mushrooms out of mammoth ter- uh, poo. Exactly. <gasps> well, just think if that fossil um, sloth shit would be good for. Just think what the the the, the mammoth shit would be like for. It's, it's a giant mammoth. It's a giant mammoth. So that's okay. You can have that one. No one's gonna fucking clone a little mini mammoth. I mean, or a mini sloth. I'm no, they better. They better, those little bitches. Pets. I can keep one at home with the chickens. Yeah. And you can eat That's the scraps off the bench while I cook dinner. Sorry, cheeky doesn't work that way. Trunk. Nope. Wow. Whoa, visitors. whoa. Invade their personal space. You can't tell See, me that wouldn't be fucking awesome. Just like that. That would be the fucking best at the beach. Oh my god, can you imagine? Only if I can say, hey, don't give me, dude, can you know what they're with that with that trunk? You'd be like, give me a beer. That motherfucker would open it up, fucking pop the cap, bring it over there. At the dog beach, come on, that would be the best on a Saturday. You cannot argue with that. I don't want a giant one, I want a mini one. Fuck the giant ones. I tell you. I've Imagine cleaning up the shit off a giant one. No thanks. I'm not cleaning I'm shit updating. up. I'm, I'm totally updating everything that I, I like. 
my life goal. Now, my, my dream job is no longer space shuttle door gunner. It is mini mammoth herder. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? Mini mammoth herder. I'm going to put that on my resume as my 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 life goal. Yeah. yeah. My outlook. My, my five-year right. plan. My five-year yeah. plan. My <laughs> five-year plan. Absolutely. That's well. I'm just trying to think what they call it. This ID sub IKW. I can't remember what they call it. Some stupid name for it. Yeah, that you have to have in your interview. Um, but yes, that's what I'm going to say. I want to be a mini mammoth herder. But imagine Cheryl like, like I want somebody. <laughs> could you imagine like <laughs> being like the HR department and asking well, my job provider? Yeah. <laughs> so where do you see yourself in five years? Miniature mammoth herder. (laughs) 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 I need to be realistic about my goals. Yeah, they tell me, don't you shit on my dreams. (laughs) (laughs) You're supposed to be here to support me. I'm disabled. Yeah. You're just the HR lady. Your dreams died decades ago. Yeah. <laughs> mini mammoth herder. That's it. That's 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 peak performance right there. A beautiful ring to it, right? We'll have some goddamn shirts made up too. You have to. You yep. need one for the Etsy store. <laughs> Nobody will ever get it. <laughs> you can be out a man like. <laughs> A mammoth holding a fucking mushroom in his trunk. Yeah. Nice. Oh, dude, they're smart as shit. I bet you can teach them to hunt like uh, like truffles. Truffles. Truffle hunter. Yeah, yeah. They dig them up themselves, pull them up. They could be mushroom mammals. Mini mushroom mammals. Oh, my God. Mini mushroom mammal herder. Mammoths. (laughs) Mammoths, not mammals. And you can hire them out. You oh, hire them out. Like no one touching my mammoth if I have it. They'd be swapping <laughs> it out for one who doesn't know how to smell truffles. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this, like, isn't my my this isn't my mammoth. This isn't my mammoth. Did you have a chip, sir? <laughs> Did you ask for consent before you touched my mammoth? Whoa. <laughs> hey. Okay. Wait, I don't know wait, how you made that sound out. a little bit. Different. Yeah, I knew it. It wasn't just me. (laughs) No, I can't raise you. It got different. Uh, Where's dad? He's very quiet. He's probably trying to find his helicopter he crashed. He's he's probably fucking trying to find (laughs) someone to put his fucking millet. Yeah, I I don't think he really... I I stuffed it all in the walls, fuckers. I don't think he really <laughs> understood how much Yeah, he was going to end up with. I haven't got it yet. Come on now. Give me give me time. Let's see. Oh, dude. You can, Did you hear me you saying, holy fuck. Positively yeah, you know it worked out. Positive vibes out there. Bumper harvest. <laughs> Bumper harvest. What are you going to do with that? It's so much fucking milk. Bumper harvest. I'm hoping so. Well, guys. Anybody else got anything else to add? Because we'll just keep going on random bullshit to the. It took so long for my computer to come back up. I was like, they're not on. 
I turned on Rust yeah. before I turned this thing on. We've been having fun, man. This has been great. We miss mm-hmm. talking to each other, and we miss talking with our uh, listeners out there. Yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. Fuck y'all. In a hot minute. <gasps> did you Let's say that you don't mean that oh Come on. we need to give a shout He's out to right. michael nutty we need to give a shout out to michael nutty may his bowels heal michael nutty was oh, uh rapidly he got fucked hard he got a prolapse rectum last night prolapse what prolapse rectum damn near killed him, kill him. <laughs> 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 so what, what really happened to Michael Nutty? I haven't heard this news. He's got he, he got fucking food poisoning. He's been shitting his guts. Oh out. my god! I tried Poor to god. tell him he needed one of them big old shiny butt plugs, but uh, and then he was like, "I don't know." I was like, "Fine, get you a can of great stuff, expanding foam." Put right. little nozzle. <laughs> I think he was talking about soldering the butt plug into place. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> he drank some liquid cork. He's, he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be fine. <laughs> but, chuckle, uh, chuckle. Yeah, he decided he wasn't going to be able to make it because uh, he couldn't uh, leave the. His vagina too much. Of an it too, much. too much of an uh, ego in the bathroom. He's pretty <laughs> chafed. We'd have to be like. Is it chafed or chaffed? <laughs> Chachapadid. Chachapad. Chachap. Chachapad. Go with sore. Let's see. Anybody got anything nice to say? It's been a fucking ridiculous couple of weeks. Just a total shit show. Get up every morning. Yes, it is. All you can do. Right? Until you can't. The crippling depression makes it so you can't get out of bed anymore. They do a shitload of mushrooms. Buy Fafo millet. It's going to be on sale cheap really soon. Fafo millet, come into a store near you. There's going to be a. Taking pre orders now. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna cartoon the next forty years. We're gonna cartoon that uh, that loader loading the bags onto the fucking thing, and uh, just put it like, "Oops, <laughs> our losses or our mistake is your game." <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But wait, My there's God. more. <laughs> Y'all ever wanted any millet? There's some millet. Well, coming from me, uh, nice and happy things to say would probably be along the lines of, fuck, if I can make it through this last couple of weeks, y'all motherfuckers should be able to, too. Like, fuck, it's been crazy. It's been hard. Like, it's been rough. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. You know, in the words of uh, my favorite Canadian YouTuber, life sucks. It sucks for everybody. Yeah. You just got to eat a shit sandwich and keep going. <laughs> and, Motherfucker. And, uh, and leave it off, uh, I'd like to say once again that we're deeply sorry about losing our uh, Michael buddy there. Um, that Hopefully his family um, is able to find some peace and the uh, 
various fundraisers that are going on. Put a on link up for the uh, for their family in the uh, for the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then hopefully that everything goes well for them, and that they're able to find some peace in this really shitty time. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very sad to see somebody so young go from something that could have been preventable. But. And with that, we fucking love our listeners, and we're sorry that we've been gone for so long. Lots of crazy shit happened. But uh, if you would it's like only to been donate like to the a week and a half, half. You three weeks, Deadpool. Yeah, it's been like it's three not a week and a half. You know. It's been three weeks. If you would like to donate to the podcast, one hundred percent of the donation is going to go towards uh, keeping the podcast Coke and going. Uh, Coke and whores and. <laughs> Uh, just various different like things, internet bandwidth, you know, the programs we use. When, when you make your donation, make sure you say it stuff. so Trim can buy a new freeze dryer. That way they set right? that money aside for me, okay? Yeah. Not that, like not that I would ever beg, but I'm begging. <laughs> you can do that through the cash app. It's going to be uh, um, dollar sign uh, Fafo Cult. You can do that through... The uh, what's the other one we got? Venmo is going to be no, at Falfel no. Dollar sign Deadpool's hookers. Well, that's what Deadpool <laughs> wants with his. If you would like to go ahead and so make sure you send it to me, it's going to go to a good cause. Hit us up on PayPal. You can also do that. In return, we're going to be Falfel Cult everywhere. We should have some new merch coming up pretty quick on the Falfel Cult uh, Etsy. Uh, hopefully, it'll be uh, a whole bunch of interesting uh, stickers. And maybe some grain, papa grain, because it's going to be a fuckload of millet, like an un- ungodly amount. Uh, He's going to flood the market. If you'd like to send us some love mail, hate mail, or just tell us we all fucking suck, you can do that to the fafficult at gmail.com. Uh, with all of that being said, the uh, link for our Discord will be in the show notes. I get people talking to us all the time that they, the link for the Discord doesn't work, but they're talking about episodes that were like six, seven, eight months old. But the links are only good for like 10 days. What? So if you want, yeah, the links only stay good for 10 days. So if you want to get to the newest Fafo Colts, uh, skip ahead, go to the show notes, and you can get into the Discord that way. Uh, to the newest one. Every episode has a link to the Discord. But the links to the Discord are only good for 10 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something so Discord does so that you can't just post a permalink somewhere. But, what if they message that, you through Spotify or YouTube? Yeah, you can message us anytime. Uh, I'm yeah. slightly feral. You can go ahead and get a Deadpool. Deadpool uh, appreciates messages. He really likes it he when you send. Them. Yeah, I um, fucking love people. Love them. Yeah, he really them. appreciates human interaction he because he's so it. lonely. Yeah, yeah he's that's the loneliest. Man. There's uh, penguins, and very if you heard it earlier, he's uh, he's very lonely to the point where he has to abuse the penguins. So yeah, uh, if you, I got yeah, consent. Go and... They gave they gave their fucking consent, Feral. Don't even. <laughs> You asked, did you? <laughs> I'd like to see when they give I, you the. I said, say no if you don't want it. They never said a fucking. <laughs> <word>. <laughs> I consent, I guess. Uh, implied consent. Yeah. 
those lippy ass freaking penguins. All right. And with that, if you want a sort of like substrate or growing crap or uh, grain spawn or anything like that, you know, it's going to hold practice, a dead door. Girl. You're out of practice. I am. <laughs> this this outro is taking like 20 minutes. This, this outro is taking like 20 it's minutes. It's been forever. <laughs> it's been forever. All right. I'm we love our fucking listeners. We love our fucking listeners. Thank you all very much. Yeah. And good night. Later. Later. Bye. I miss you guys.